Presented by TBR Sports. It's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody this is sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. No Boys, welcome back. Episode 136 of the Booth Review Podcast. Lynch, it is one of those days where I'm so glad we have a TBR podcast to come to at the end of the day. It's yep. just one of those days. I, I <laughs> and sometimes there are days where I wish I had that opportunity, and you know, right? I'll be sitting there and like, you know, I'd love to just hop on a pod, and you know, it's not that day. Today's the day, though, Brent. Today is the day. So Today I'm glad, is we're, I'm so glad we're fulfilling day. that for you. Oh my god, it, this is gonna be. It, I am so sick. I'm, we're, we're jumping into it. I am so <laughs> sick and tired of just God everything, the, the hustle and bustle mm, of <laughs> of everyday sure. life. I am. I feel like this. We at this company are demanding a respect that we don't get at a certain level, and I'm sick and tired of sitting there hearing about how I'm not going to be shit and I'm not going to make it. Oh, why don't you do this? Do this. You're gonna have to do whatever. I'm sitting there, and fifty thousand fucking people listen to this podcast, and I'm like, what am I doing? Being told that I'm never going to make it. I I am. uh, You and I are well on the way to making it. (laughs) <laughs> i know and if you're sitting there thinking is this going to be one of those episodes yup it is <laughs> it's going to be if a... you want or, or stay on if no you want. don't click don't click this off. is going to get gonna... real good real fast i am just oh it's one of those it's one of those days it's one of those episodes where it's like i am so glad that you know we that has been one of the best portions of my life over the last six years is no matter what the mainstay is tbr Things come and go, people come and go, whatever. People will come in and out of your life, but the TBR podcast is here to stay forever. We will be doing podcasts when we are 95 fucking years old. That's just how it's going to work. We're going to be on like episode 2000 or more at that point. More. But but this is the mainstay, and I'm glad that I have this because you go and you live your life. And the whole time I'm sitting there thinking like, man, I just want to get on the podcast and just rip it, you know? And I, I just want to sound off on some people. And, and this is one of those days. But, um, but we got a lot to talk about tonight. A lot on the docket. Uh, and I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be on this, uh, this weekly podcast kind of schedule and routine. Because I found myself going back and listening to last week's episode, which had some mixed reviews. And we'll get into that. But, um, but I, you know, that fulfilled kind of my week in terms of like commuting to and fro. I would click, click onto the episode last week listen to it for a little bit click off you know go go to wherever you know go see you know whoever and then i'd click back on click off that lasts about a week a two-hour episode lasted me about a week yeah and i finished yesterday as i was walking back into my apartment it was like the perfect finish the outro song played and i was like man it's almost time to record another one of these and i'm hoping that's the vibe i get every week like i've ridden the high of last week's episode for a week now and now it's time to get another right into next week <laughs> but uh but what's going on with you before we jump into it how are things things are thinking for sure um <laughs> they are i like that i'm gonna start using that um that, yeah things are going pretty well uh another week has gone by uh, it's been colder for me recently because i got a haircut last week so my head's been pretty cold um <laughs> but other than that you know it's been pretty normal uh, i'm trying to think have i did is there anything to note a lot of the boys on my team are loving it it's great i know i've talked yeah. to you i've talked to like talked to you about this brendan specifically but for the viewers as well you think you might be the only one you're not 
you're not the only one listening to this. My friend fell asleep listening to our podcast this weekend. So I'm proud of that. TBR uh, ASMR. Yeah, I'm proud of that. Uh, wow. Was he under the influence? Maybe. Did he fall asleep? Uh, yes, that's all that matters. <laughs> but no, like, I got my my guys are talking about it all the time. You know, TBR this, TBR that. Yo, when can we hop on a pod? Like, get a, interview us, all this. So I love that. That's been fun, especially after I've been, like, I'll be like, yeah, we're recording tonight. They're like, oh, no way. What are you guys talking about? I was like, I can't tell. You got to listen. So that's uh, always. Yes, good. But I uh, <laughs> can't tell. You got to listen. So that, that's been pretty fun. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. <laughs> Anything crazy? Nope. Anything wild going on know, in, in think... the middle of what month is it? February? The middle February, of February? Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's really been anything crazy for me. Yeah, nothing, nothing. really. It was pretty, pretty calm week. Pretty calm. Dude, it's good to hear, though, that like stuff like that is still going on. Like your teammates are no, yeah. jumping into the fray. Yeah. I mean, that reminds me of the daily drafts, which seems like ages ago now. I know. But so that was true. one of the first signs where I was like, all right, we have fans that like aren't us. Exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah. And now it's like, now that's a breath of fresh air mm. because it, it, this is going to sound really arrogant, but we have like so many fans where it's like, I don't know any of them anymore, where TBR mm. used to be just, just friends. friends. Yes. And that was kind of a good time. No, it was cool. Because, it was cool when all yeah. your friends were, it was just pretty much all we talked about. Like, yeah, you get the immediate feedback. Yeah, Random yeah. people would like walk into the room and jump onto podcasts. Yeah. And nowadays it's so rare where it's like, I... I'll see a comment from a name I recognize. I'm like, oh, no, exactly. Like that's nice because yeah. usually all the comments are from people that we don't, don't know, know, which yeah. I'm so appreciative of. Yeah. Obviously, and that's what we're working towards. And mm. you know, we do form relationships with people that listen that we didn't know prior. Yeah. Um. But uh, I mean, I mean, we had a fucking fan page. Uh, TBR yeah. Padres had a fucking fan page right <laughs> after us for the Wiffle Ball League this year, and nuts. I did not know who made that. Yeah. Now I do. Um, but I didn't prior. So things like that, I'm appreciative, but it's always nice to hear that you have people in your life that you mm -hmm. know, that are still rocking with you. Oh, yeah. I met my dad for a drink at ward eight the other night, uh, for, for our local listeners, ward eight on the corner of Causeway and whatever street. And, um, they were all going to the bean pot, which we got to get, we got to talk about the bean pot too. Cause that, yeah, was, that, was that semifinal was, was nuts. Yeah. Um, he and a bunch of coworkers were going to the bean pot. So I walked over there. I met them for a drink. Um, I'm known over there, so they don't even ask me for my identification. <laughs> I am not a, a, not a big deal. <laughs> local legend over at Ward 8. <laughs> he walks in the building and it stands still. You could hear a pin <laughs> drop when I walked in. Um, so I met them for a couple drinks and a couple of his coworkers listened to the podcast mm -hmm. and they watched the challenges. So it's nice to hear stuff like that. But, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, that's that's so vintage. What I am excited for though is is we have another great weekend coming up. You and mm -hmm. I we uh, do. got the got the confirmation text today from you that uh, yeah. we are headed back to the garden. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know that not a lot of people wanted us, but you're gonna get us <laughs> back there again. We will be outside the garden prior to the Bruins Capitals game, mm -hmm. yucking it up, chalking it. You know, yeah, just yucking it. You know, just yucking just, it. Just uh, you know, trivia this quiz that whatever um and then we're heading to the game and uh yeah we'll have some company at the game as well you and i just leave it at that i won't I, I don't know interesting i'm curious Maybe i don't either you don't know either uh no no i, I, I know I you know. emma's got emma's got some company in town that will be accompanying us awesome so That'll be fun. We'll we'll see. Sparks might fun. fly. Who knows? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, I assume family. 
No, you'd be wrong. Oh, friend. Yeah, I'm wrong. Oh, friend. Cool. Sweet. Friend. Yeah. That'll be fun. No, no, no. Not, not, not any blood relatives. A friend of our age will be accompanying us to that, to that, uh, to that game. So, uh, who knows? The, the start of some great friendships and relationships are often talked about before they yeah, have. Yeah, you have to, like, prep them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You got to manifest them. Look, look at you and Carp. You're I, right. You're right. Yeah, we used to used to talk <laughs> shit about Carp on this podcast, and now you guys are still at odds. <laughs> that might never change, but that's the relationship that we have. Robbie, love you. You know that. That was that was part of the negative feedback that we got um, what, that we from just last episode. That me and Carp just rip each other. Not, not so no him. people. Yeah, people came <laughs> to your defense. My dad was was one of the uh, was one of the coming to your defenders. Mm-hmm. He didn't appreciate the way that that Robbie came at you, and he said that he clicked off the podcast episode because of Damn. it. Damn. Do, do you remember specifically what it was? I could. I think it was just everything. I mean, he, he came at me with like everything he said, which, you know, I like is we texted after about it. Cause you know, I know like we, we, we know Robbie. He snapped you. Yeah. He snapped at me. Got a good streak on. He did. He texted me a couple days ago. It was funny. Uh, he was like, almost lost my longest streak. Whew, that was close. <laughs> really like the time. I didn't even realize it. It was funny though. But uh, he texted I get me offended after. that he has a streak with you. I don't know why he doesn't. I assumed he had a streak with everyone. I just, the way we Snapchat, I figured it was like a few nope. times a day, keep the streak. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, funny. Never. But um, I keep our streak alive. There's been a, it's been some close calls recently. You're my, I know. You're <laughs> my only calls. streak outside of my girlfriend. <laughs> Which is, is, is how it should be. Uh, I'm honored how to be that. Be. How it should be. Yep. <laughs> no, but uh, he texted me. He was like, just so you know, like, that's all like a, like, you know, that's what, well, that's how we do it. I was like, yeah, I know. Like, like I, I, I know getting on the podcast that so you're going to rip me. Like, I'm expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like there was a lot and uh, I was prepared for it. I but, you know, didn't it's good know to hear. what was going to happen. Me either. Yes. It's good to hear, though, that, you know, Mr. Willett's, you know, coming to support me. I appreciate that. Thank you, Rob. You have a lot of fans, and, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Emma included was not a fan of Robbie on the podcast last week. Gosh. <laughs> so we there, we were 0 for 2 in at least my Tough. household Tough. of, you know, people enjoying the episode, which, honestly, when we were recording it, I didn't know what direction it was going to go, but <laughs> we didn't really have a show agenda either, so it was like, this is a toss-up. Yeah. But, um, but I thought it was good. I thought it was great. I thought it was vintage. Maybe there were some comments here and there that uh, people might have taken some offense to. I think Carp coming after you, I, I I didn't have that on my bingo card for that episode. But yeah, it it was bound to happen. Like honestly, <laughs> like I probably I don't think I had it on my bingo card, but it was something I might have you know written down and said nah, and it might, maybe what wanted. what people don't understand about Robbie is that if he gets into that mode where he keeps throwing jabs and he's getting energized that means that he enjoys your presence uh-huh. which yeah. is something that's really hard to communicate to people outside the tbr bubble yeah is like when he starts talking shit or like mentioning names mm-hmm. that means he he's comfortable enough to mention that name yeah you know if i do know what you're saying you should get worried when he doesn't talk about you and he yeah, doesn't and give you any and it's like exactly. yeah, i know what you're saying but I don't know. I thought it was a good episode. I thought it performed well. We got some good clips from it, but um, mm-hmm. but I think this one's going to be even better, honestly. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about the bean pot first, because I yeah. really don't have cool. too much to say. But since we were on, yeah, the topic were, of it, yeah, we we can cover it. Um, I had a bit of a, and you probably don't have this as much because you are mm-hmm. still playing competitive hockey. But I had yeah. a bit of a oh fuck moment the other day when I was watching the bean pot, or when yeah. I saw like the highlights. Um, I was watching, so 
the way that my dad and his coworkers do it is they have tickets. I guess do you get tickets to both games or do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get tickets to both. Yeah, games. you buy for both, so you get your same. Yes. Spot. So they go to the bar for the yep. first two periods of the first game. Yep. They show up for the third period of the first game and then watch the entirety of the second game. That's honestly pretty cool. Yeah, I like good that. way to do it. Yeah. So, I like um, I was they they were a little bit late to the game. Um, yeah. This go round, I was I saw the overtime winner for Northeastern yeah. at the bar. Oh, and sweet. when I saw it, it didn't register in my head at first. But when I was watching Nesson watching the BUBC game, they were playing the highlights, and I had like a oh my god moment, um, a total washed up moment. Yeah, was I played against the kid who scored the game winning goal. You played against uh, Gunner Wolf. Oh, you're right. You played at Moses Brown. You're <laughs> yes. right. You played at Moses Brown. Holy I shit. I played against him, and he was a big deal back then. Yeah, he was massive. He still is. Me man. and Tarmi used to talk about him because, first of all, sick name. Yeah. He had sick flow back in high school. Yeah. And it was like a known fact back then that he was going to go like big time. Yeah. And so, and I think his sister also played at the college level. She's older than him. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Because there was a thing, I won't even get it. There was a thing about, they're, they're like a hockey family, and I yeah. guess he's got like hardo parents. Um, I mean, his name's Conwell Fontaine. I can right. That's all it. I knew about him in high school. But I saw that, and I saw that name. I was like, huh, I played against a kid in high school who had that name. And I was like, oh my God, it's him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like for a split second, I was like, man, I haven't heard that name since gunner wolf fontaine oh my god that's him and, <laughs> and dude i i forgot he played at moses brown before he transferred yeah which is nuts to think about yeah and they were in the holt conference my yeah. freshman year yeah and that's why we ended up playing against him. that's freaking nuts so crazy like oh my god moment i'm glad to see he's doing well because you often wonder about some of those kids mm-hmm. that were like big deals big fucking deals in high school like where they ended up going yeah well, where they he just scored up. a overtime game winner in the beanpot semifinal so i'd say he's doing all right thank you thank you doing okay he's doing okay but um love to get your thoughts on both the games um mm-hmm. bubc i thought was the bigger like story just because yeah, of the rivalry definitely. but yeah. what were your thoughts on on the semifinal night i watched the set pretty much what would that have been the third and then the overtime in the first game so i had gone home a little bit after I got home kind of late on Monday night, actually. But um, so I didn't get to see the first two periods, but obviously I had seen like the goal. What, what was the final score? Two to one. Did I get that right? There might have been three, two, been or two, three, one. two. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah. But anyway, I knew I watched the third good game, both good teams. And I was saying at the entire third period, like you want one of these teams to obviously like, don't get me wrong. It's always great to see a team like BU or BC like win. But for me, and especially in a year like this where Northeastern and Harvard might not be having great seasons like they have mm-hmm. in the past i kind of root for an underdog and it's like okay like cool like northeastern one sick goal thought like, yeah. when, when ritz Kobe and scored to uh tie the game at the end of the third i was like that was i was like pumped up for some reason i was like what the fuck and then he ends up scoring in overtime and i was or you know making the, the pass over in overtime i was like gross so i thought that was obviously a really good finish but I like root for the underdog. So I'm like, I want Northeastern to win because, dude, it helps you so much if you win the Beanpot. Like, it's such a big deal still. Yeah. Whereas the number one, number three team in the country, like, yeah, obviously it's so cool to win the Beanpot. But, like, you know, do they really need it? <laughs> so it's like, I'm kind of, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm probably going to be rooting for BU when I'm watching the game. But it's also like a part of me is going to be rooting for Northeastern because it's like, imagine the underdog winning, like, you know, upsetting one of the top teams in the country. So 
Then moving on to the second game, I mean, first six or seven minutes of the game, fucking Celebrini, two goals. Like, yeah. Like, what am I doing? Why am I playing hockey? That's how every person who's like, he is so good and he's 17, dominating the collegiate level. There's he's two unreal. of them, right? There's yeah, brothers. So his, bro- his brother, I think, I want to say is either my my age or an 03. So uh, maybe maybe my age. Maybe he's an 05. I don't know. But I, I know he's older than his brother. Uh, okay. But they both are at BU, both freshmen. Um, but, you know, Celebrini should be in high school. Uh, that's another right. story. <laughs> but no, he that was sick. And then uh rest of the game was good. I mean, what I think it was two two one and three one and then four one. Then four one. Yeah, it was four one. And then ended up being four three. So I that whole third period was awesome to watch. Like that felt like obviously playoff hockey. The V pot gives that vibe no matter what yes. you are playing for something. But it is good to like in my opinion, to have two good bean pot games where sometimes I won't even lie, those cons I mean Second Monday is always kind of boring. The consolation game can kind of be pretty dull because yep. you're not really as drawn towards it. But for the first Monday to have two really good games, like I thought that was good for the Bean Pot and college hockey. But that that's, that second game was sick. I mean, BUBC one and three in the country playing for the third time in what a week and a half, a two week weeks. And a half. Yeah, like that's pretty sick. And also, you know, good on BU to beat them this time because that right. took when they lost to them when they got swept. That took them from number one to I think at that point they might have dropped to like five four yeah now they had three. another loss right after that too i forget yeah. who they uh, lost to yeah i think they lost to northeastern at home did they yeah okay. on That's last was. last monday they lost in overtime that was a, too many men on the ice in overtime how do you how does that one how does that happen and two how does that get called i watched it back i don't think it needed to be called and then northeastern goes to score on the power play in overtime so good for them yeah. But Reminds hey, me of the Bruins last night. Too many men. <laughs> so that, oh, we talked about that. But anyway, so my, my opinion, good bean pot Monday. Um, I'm excited yeah. for next Monday. I do think it's going to be a really good game. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it was the first time in a long time that I was jealous to not be at the Garden. Yeah, because, um, yeah it looks like I find best. myself over there a lot. Even when I'm not yeah. at the game, yeah. I, I tend to wander down to the entrance just yeah. to be a part of it all. Yeah, that's um, pretty sweet. And uh, I just, I, it was one of those nights where it was like, we, we walked to get, we left the bar and mm-hmm. we went to the star market that is right next to TD Garden to get groceries. Yeah. And when we were walking in, we got shit talked by both BU and BC fans for not having enough school spirit. <laughs> <laughs> That's and pretty... that's when I was like, I don't want to go back out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stay here for a while. I just hung out inside of, Star- inside of Star Market for a while. I was like, I can't face them again. <laughs> Literally, everyone was like, fuck you guys. You don't have any school spirit. It's like, because I go to a theater go... school. I was going to say, they just assume you go there because you're a college right. kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to dress up like fucking Shakespeare? Because that's Emerson's <laughs> school spirit. <laughs> um. So, yeah, but I was jealous to not be over there because my dad said it was electric in there. I was, I, we had talked because we went to the game with Nick Ferrullo, the Bruins mm-hmm. game a week ago. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I'd love to like see you and your family. And I didn't end up going, but I told my dad, I didn't even text Ferrullo. Mm-hmm. I told my dad, I said, the Ferrullos did want to like see you. So if you run into them, no later than 10 minutes do I get a picture of a selfie, Nick Ferrullo with my dad. No way. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't orchestrated. It wasn't coordinated. It just, it just happened. They just walked I by was them. like, that's good stuff, right? That's not. So it seemed like the people that were inside the garden had a good time. Yeah, it looked um, fun. But speaking of not good times, we got to get into this. Uh, the, the only 
No, I have two big events that happened this past weekend. Um, one I'll save for the second half of the episode, which is the NHL All-Star Game, yeah. which also was an event that probably was not enjoyable to be at. But um, the <laughs> one that I really want to go after is the Grammy Awards. I, I know this oh, is we're not... Oh, we're talking it now? We're talking it now? Okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah. We're going after. The... I actually didn't see you going in that direction. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I need to. It's so okay, fresh cool. on my mind, cool. and it, yeah. I'm just... I'm mad. You know, I, think, I think just... People listening will probably already have this feeling, but you're going to have a lot more opinions and raw emotion within your opinions. And I love that. So if I'm just kind of listening, people don't get mad at me, Brandon, don't get mad at me. I'm just, oh, I need I'm to not let like you back. Yeah. I need to let you, okay. you, I need to let What you is back. good about your role at TBR, which first of all, I mentioned this briefly on the last episode, but if anyone yeah. is looking to get into, is actually looking to get into real sports media and not like, Hey, I work for the local radio station and you won't make it for 30 plus years until you like, just sit on the floor and stack tapes if you actually want to build your own thing and be like us mm-hmm. and you know get somewhat of a following at least in your first few years mm-hmm. i would study michael lynch's second half of 2023 and i'm not joking <laughs> your role in from like june and on yeah that literally is the second half that was a total just like random month and now i'm realizing that's the sixth <laughs> that's, month that is six year. month yeah <laughs> good <laughs> callback <laughs> <laughs> like i would study what michael lynch did on the social side of tbr because that's what you want to do really mm-hmm. um, is to weasel not weasel your way in a bad way but to to get your way into a company yeah. um just do that but you have a really good. You have always done a good job of knowing when to be a soundboard, not yep. just on the podcast, but in life, and oh, then yeah. when <laughs> to interject and to stop me from almost oh, saying yeah. something that yeah. gets the podcast yeah. taken off of Spotify. That's a that's something I've uh, <laughs> I've studied. No, no, okay, I'm gonna. No, I'm just saying, like we had texted. Obviously, we had planned about talking about the Grammys, and uh, I watched the entire show. It's probably the first time I've done that. In a, wow, maybe ever. You, you did better than me. I couldn't maybe, finish. Maybe, maybe ever. <laughs> well, there was a part where i was like tired and i didn't want to be awake and then i was like well i might as well just watch the rest of it what is an extra yeah. 30 minutes 40 minutes do to me i stayed awake um, but i i had to click off for some really? of it it was so yeah. bad yeah i mean i don't get me wrong i didn't i was my ass wasn't glued to the couch i you know took a couple of breaks had to do some laundry made a nice yeah. bowl of ice cream so i was what I was flavor like, oh i did like a little bit of a mix so it's like i, I, I want to say it's either the hood like it's called Bosock brownie. So it's like vanilla ice cream. We got some fudge, got some, you know, whatever. And then some chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay. So was, I right. said like two scoops of each, maybe more. Won't lie. A little, uh, little jimmies. Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed All it. right. Kept it simple. Kept, <laughs> yeah, I was really, it was in the fridge. It was whatever was in the freezer. So, yeah, I, yeah. I find myself often doing that nowadays at the apartment. Yeah. I was like, what do we have? And how there? am I going to make it good? <laughs> <laughs> right. I did that today with a pizza. I didn't have lunch in between classes or I didn't have a lunch planned in between classes and I needed to make it work. I was like, we've got cheese. We've got sauce. Don't have bread. How am I going to make a pizza out of this? And I did it. (laughs) What'd you do? (laughs) I, I, uh, I, I, uh, called an audible at the line and, uh, made myself a, uh, a pizza quesadilla. I like that. That sounds good. Actually. Yeah. Pretty solid. So it wasn't bad, but I just didn't. A good trick. The good trick is. If you ever have English muffins or anything like that, English muffin pizzas are always a classic. Yes. Always a classic. Yeah, I like grew up on that, but like such a classic. I'm I'm hesitant to not hesitant to do that because I always did that growing up. Yeah. No. But the only English muffins that we have over here are gluten free because uh, my girlfriend yeah, is gluten free yeah, or 
as one of my favorite TikTokers likes to say, my girlfriend is veggie. Um, <laughs> so I, can't, it tastes so different. Like, I don't mean to be really? that guy like really? uh, gluten free. You forget that gluten is like the main ingredient in bread. So yeah, I honestly, you... <laughs> I don't think I've ever had gluten free. I've only had gluten free bread maybe once. And I, it was so long ago that I don't remember. I think I had like a gluten free bagel and it was so long. So yeah, it's, it falls apart because there's no, like, there's no like yeah, yeast keeping it together. Yeah. There's it, it like, it's crummy. Like literally when you bite into it, it like it, disintegrates. Yeah, that, I know what you're talking about with that. I do remember that. Yeah. So I can't get behind that. I'll try if it's, you know, Fair life enough. or death situation, I'll do it. But yeah, if I need bread. Um, but yeah, I had a tough time getting through the Grammys this weekend. There's so many talking points that I want to get to. Cool. Um, and, and then we have a surprise for everybody at the end of my rant. So yep. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Um, but let's talk about these Grammys. First of all, um, I've got a, I've got a lot of opinions. I was active on social media this weekend. The most pressing thing that I just want to get into right away was Noah Khan got snubbed. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He got snubbed. He was, so he was up for best new artist. That was the, first of all, bullshit that that was the only category he was up for. Yeah. Cause that's something I had a problem with too. The Grammys pre-show lasts like five hours before they get to the like they put the serious awards on what you and i watched yeah right there's so many more that yeah there's so many bullshit awards like you and i could have won a grammy this past weekend and not known about it yeah for real they give it out that they're like oh grammy for the best audiobook best podcast best multifaceted focused you know cultural history month podcast it's like we if we had like gotten our names out there we probably could have won a grammy it's that easy i don't think it's hard to win one of those grammys i think it's harder to win like best new artist because yeah you can only that. be new artist once yeah know? yeah and there's a lot of great bands and artists that have never won grammy so i don't put too much stock into this but noah Khan was up for best new artist um if you've listened to this podcast before you know that i have a, somewhat of an affiliation uh to noah Khan just because i've been listening to him for so long Mm-hmm. And you can attest to that because I put you on to Noah Khan no, long I, before I, he became. I, I say it all the time that Brendan, <laughs> Brendan, because I, I like to say, well, I've known who he is, but Brendan put me on to it. So you ever see those TikToks yeah. or the jokes where it's like, hey, bro, don't forget who put you on. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. That was you right there. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. No, no but and I, I don't I remind, like to be that guy. No, but... you're not that guy, but you know it. Like we've talked about it a gazillion times because, okay, I'll even just go back to when. The original stick season came out last October, well, two Octobers now. Yeah. You sent it to me and you're like, Michael, listen to this. This is Noah Khan. We've talked about him, blah, 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 blah. Right. Listen to it. I was like, damn, it's good shit. And then yep. obviously, you know, look at look at him now. But no, you've there's been so many songs that you've sent me. And I do it's funny, looking back, there are some that I didn't even know. I've told you about this work. Whenever Brendan sends me a song, I like it just so I have it, because I know it's gonna come up in conversation at some point. And usually more than 95 percent of the time i actually enjoy the song there's probably a couple where i'm like eh, might not hit my vibe right now we talked right. about that sometimes another day it might so i like them just in case it, you know I'm, I'm feeling it i've looked back and there's songs from i don't even know when i'm like holy shit yeah i've had i've had this downloaded for like two two three years i'm like exactly so i'll give you your props i'll give you your cookies rather do it's funny you mentioned that because i enacted that kind of mindset today i had a song that i was going to share with you but yeah. I remember you telling me that like sometimes it hits you right and sometimes yeah, it doesn't. Sometimes I'm and I was like, it. this one, I'm gonna hold on to it okay, yeah, for fair, a moment fair. that I feel like it's gonna hit you at the right yeah. time. Sometimes I'm not sometimes I'll see it and I'll listen and I'm like, I, I enjoy it, but I'm not it's not hitting the heart. And other times I'm like turn my speaker all the way up in my car right. and I'm like, Oh, this is great. My girlfriend's a big cycler. She's a, a 
Emma. All the Everyone soul cycle on the podcast stuff. knows my girlfriend. Yeah, you don't Emma. say your girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she cycles all the time. She's cycling yeah. right now at a cycle studio. They do something that she has taught me about called passion tracks, where <laughs> they'll play music the whole time, obviously. It's you know, yeah. they're not like psychopaths cycling in silence. But at like in the towards the end, like when you need that last boost of like energy, mm. the the instructor picks out what they call a passion track, which is like meant to make you feel like you're in like a movie. Almost. Yeah. So today, I I'd been aware of this song because it's been out for a couple years, and um, I was when I was, I guess I won't get too ahead of myself because we're keeping what we're doing after this rant a surprise. But when I was kind of in the searching for songs mindset, I came across a song by an artist that I like. And I was like, Oh, I haven't heard this. And then I went down the rabbit hole of the songs that I did know. And I was like, yeah, I completely forgot this song existed. This mm-hmm. song, whatever. I found one off of his most recent album. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so anthemic. Like what a fucking song. And yeah. I told Emma, I was like, this would be a great passion track for your cycling class. So we'll see what she does with that. Hopefully but, uh, she, but that's the song that I will yeah. send to you at some point or okay, play cool. for you. It, excited. It, excited. Yeah. But I'll keep that one under wraps. But, um, yeah. Yeah, Noah Khan got me through my freshman year of college at a school that yeah. I did not want to be at. Noah Khan is uh, being from New England. I feel like you just have a different kind of like affinity for Noah Khan because he yeah. writes about these. I'm wearing the shirt right now. I mean, because I grew up in New England. Mm-hmm. What a line! It's so true. <laughs> I'm a fucking dick. Like, and it's because I'm from here. Like, I would be so much nicer if I came from like Arkansas or Arkansas. Texas came or Florida. Sorry. Right. I would be so much nicer, that Southern charm, but I'm not because I'm from here and it's cold all the time. You're a asshole. Exactly. And I live for four months of the year, May, June, <laughs> July, August. That's and then it. you die. <laughs> exactly. And then I, I crawl into a hole in the wall for the next, what, eight? Yeah, fast math. Eight. Yeah, math. Not a boy. Dude, I'm on it with the months. Yeah, Holy numbers. <laughs> you're just a numbers guy. You're a months guy. Get yeah. this guy a so calendar. Long- Wait, eat it. Eat it. <laughs> Yeah, long-winded way of saying that Noah Khan has been one of my favorite artists for a number of years now, to the point where I'm so sick of stick season and yeah. so sick of these new fans trying yeah. to be like, oh my God, Noah's this and Noah's that. It's like, you don't fucking know Noah, please. <laughs> you don't know him like I know him. You yeah. didn't watch, you didn't drive three and a half hours to see him perform for 25 people in a bar in Vermont right nope you did i did not know if you saw him at boston calling last year you're not a real fan you're just not if you'd seen him prior to that sure you are like i saw him at boston calling but i saw him and i've seen him like five times i've so, seen him about, yeah watching him have his moment has been incredible it's like a proud dad moment for me it's like i'd like to think i contributed to his success a little bit and who sense. knows maybe me sharing stick season with you was like the tick that it like, could have been yeah I it was been the that domino that you, needed yeah. to fall I was yeah. the one, the one listener that just had to happen. So he was up for best new artist, and I wasn't expecting him to win because I know how, I know his genre. It's very yeah. niche. It's folk. It's acoustic. It's mm-hmm. angsty. It's you're from the Northeast. Yeah. Um, but I was like, there's a chance because he's become very big on TikTok and on social media and amongst mm-hmm. the teenage girls, the teeny boppers. Um, he's like their god. Yeah. They they like it's a religion for them so i was like there's a chance but um i looked at some of the other people in that category one in particular where i was like cultural influence wise he might be beat here yeah um and so they saved the best new artist category for like 11 p.m 
which that sucked. sucked. That sucked. You had, to, you had to sit through three hours of Trevor Noah, that fucking guy, who's not funny, by the way. Yeah. A political affiliation aside, he's not funny. Yeah. He's just not a good comedian. Like, I would have much rather you put out the biggest left-wing person if they were funny. Yeah. A Dave Chappelle, a Bill Burr. Those guys are not conservatives, but they're funny, you know? But no, you had to yeah. listen to Trevor Noah play tummy sticks with um, Taylor Swift and um, who are the Olivia Rodrigo all night. Yeah, Two they're, artists, they're, which I like. Yeah, I was, but I was just going to defend my girl, Olivia. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, and Taylor Swift. But no, I, I agree. There were a couple times I caught myself, like, I won't lie, like, I like laughed. And I think it was, you know, when you laugh out of like embarrassment for the person, or it's like you feel like a feel bad laugh, like you feel like you should laugh. Yep. I feel like I was doing that on my couch. I was like, it wasn't that funny, but maybe I should laugh. Like, yeah, it, it just wasn't. It, it felt like it was just, there were so many times where I was like, really? Like, that's, really? Also, am I the only one that thinks he's hosted this thing like 30 times? I thought, it, yeah, I, well, he probably has. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like every time I see promos for an award show, it's, it's like him. hosted by Trevor Noah. Yeah, like, what he is, probably what, has. Why is he like the go-to guy all of a sudden? He's got the accent, got the... I don't even know. Got nothing. Got nothing. Speaking of Olivia Rodrigo, this is off topic, but do you know who I think, is she in a relationship? If she's in one, I, I don't know about it now. Do you know who I think would be a good match for her? Who? You. Thank you. That just made my day, Brendan. <laughs> that just made my Honestly, day. Honestly? Like, oh, you guys are like the same age? Come on, dude. You can't say that. No, I'm going to be thinking about it. We got to we like the like the um the <laughs> Kelsey awful. brothers spoke that relationship yeah. into existence. Yeah, we have to that. speak this one into existence. I I dude, I was talking to some of my teammates about it. That is a that's like, it could happen. It's it, I was so like, this is I was something like, that's crossed your mind before. Yeah, of course. Dude, <laughs> of course. What do you think I was watching 3 hours of a freaking team of a freaking Oh, that's why. No, I'm kidding. That's not why. But uh no. It had come up because we were talking about the Grammys or whatever. I think it was on Monday or Tuesday. And I was just saying, I was like, dude, I, like that's like an obtainable, like for all guys our age. Like we look at her and we're like, okay, she's 20, turned 21, whatever. Like she looks like someone I could, you know, pass on the street. Like, and that's no discredit to her. It's like, who knows? Right. Like, I, I could walk into her one day. Like, who knows? Granted, is she on the other side of the country? Yes. But you know, <laughs> Instagram DM wouldn't hurt. But like, we've got to no. make this happen. But, I, uh, I I like see it. I don't know why I didn't you. see it Damn. until just now. When, when I said like Olivia Rodrigo, and you're like, hey, I got to defend my girl. I was like, no, in I mean, my head, I kind of see them yeah. dating. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows who, what could again, like we were talking about before. Who knows the, what could happen by the fall of 2025? <laughs> we were just saying, <laughs> exactly. you know, exactly. what's going to happen in the next two years for us personally and exactly. us as a company? You exactly. could be with the, the next power couple of podcasting could be you and Olivia Rodrigo. Get her on the pod. Exactly. <laughs> Get her on the pod. That's funny. That's funny. No, so, I, I, was um, just, I was just saying that because I know she was up for a lot of you know, a lot of awards. She was, and I was kind of bummed that she didn't win because I'm a fan of her music. We'll get there. Um, I'm with you on that. What's the song? Get Him Back that was in the Apple Banger. commercial this year? Banger. 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 Certified. So many songs. So many Bars. songs. Oh, so, so many good. songs. Uh, so anyway... The best new artist category comes around, yeah. and Noah Khan did not win, which I was bracing myself for. Same. But I, if he was going to lose out to anybody, I would have bet my life that it was going to be Ice Spice. Really? Just, I feel like I hear Ice Spice all Ice Spice this, Ice Spice that, I, yeah. Ice Spice all over the place. She's on TikTok. She's, I don't think she's talented. I don't like no, her music. Yeah. I, I don't like her anything about her. But yeah. I would have understood the rationale. Yeah. I feel like she's everywhere. 
who did you what, what were your thoughts my thought was jelly roll just because like his story and like that too great i i like his music i think his biggest songs have skyrocketed as well like people yeah. love him i didn't consider I that he was make... gonna beat him out just because i didn't think the grammys were gonna do that yeah true my whole thing was i was not that i'm shocked you said that i just didn't think ice spice would even i thought she was i thought her winning was the the nominate or her win was just being nominated you get what i'm saying like i didn't even consider her right to, i just because like you're really going to give best new artist to someone that's talking about her fucking thudada, like her ass. Like, come on, like, let's be real. Like, <laughs> like their music sucks. Like it's catchy and it's, and no, I it probably does. listen to it unironically, but it isn't like good music where there, I would say the seven other artists on that list, even like, I mean, some people don't know who Fred again is, but he has that EDM, like all that kind of music. Vibe. Like, yep. He makes good music. So like, yes. so do all the other people. So it's like, don't get me wrong. Ice Spice, Cultural impact, yes. Everyone knows who she is. But a lot of people aren't being like, let's play Ice Spice at my kid's freaking birthday party. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like Yeah. Exactly. So it's like I didn't expect her I was honestly kind of shocked she was even nominated. Not because yeah, yeah. more so because of her kind of music, not because of the impact that she made. Like, don't get me wrong, she is and deserved to be nominated because of how big she blew up this year. But I didn't expect it because I think Grammys, I think like I don't know. I think them being as like, no, like she doesn't have that kind of music. Doesn't really matter. Blah blah blah. I don't know. Obviously, yeah. she she deserved the nomination. I know I might have, it might not sound like I believe that, but I, she does. But I just didn't expect her to. I wasn't like me and my sister were kind of playing a game. Like, guess who's gonna win? Yeah. And I we both like laughed at Ice Spice. We were like, no way. <laughs> she could, <laughs> but no way. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I thought I thought that she was. <sighs> I don't know. I think I would still be sitting here upset with Noah Khan not winning if it was Ice Spice. No, I guess is the way that I'd put it. 100%. Yeah. But I 100%. felt like she was the only one of that group that I could have understood being like, all right, she probably is a bigger name than Noah yeah. Khan. Does she make yeah. better music? No. Nobody on that list makes better music than Noah Khan. Yeah. Uh, maybe Gracie Abrams and maybe Jelly Roll. Yeah. Fred, again, it's not for me. I I understand that there's people that understand, that like that like bedroom EDM stuff. Like, yeah. Not for me. It's just like too funky. It's like experimental. Yeah. No, I, um, I, I, I agree. He's talented. I but... agree with you on that of like the aspect of him winning. Like yeah. Not like a person like I like that kind of stuff, but I would never put him in that. That he should have won that conversation. And I think, you know I think was... he knows that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, what was interesting was the war in the treaty, who mm-hmm. I love, by yeah. the way. They're yeah. super talented. They never, they didn't have a shot. They're just, no, no one knows who they are. I, I think they're like right up there with talent. Yeah. With all of these artists. And that was probably why they got the nomination. But I was interested. I was confused and uh, maybe not confused why they got a best new artist nomination and Zach Bryan didn't. Okay. So that was something I have been thinking about a lot. So I looked up, he had gotten nominated for an award last year for like, was it best, best new artist? No, it wasn't. It was, it was for best new song or something like that. It okay, was for so maybe something they already the, considered it was him for something around. in the yeah, it was something in the orange. But then I looked and I know Billboard obviously isn't the same as the Grammys, but he had won a Billboard award for best new artist in 2023 in hmm. like November. So, you know, this was something I considered and I don't want to like hint at, you know, our surprise at the end, but I considered like how is he not even up for nomination because if you yeah. ask me, he should have been because in my eyes, you look at the year of 2023, that's when he really 
blew up. You know, what right? I'm and he was and up for so many other awards. awards and he won that, one exactly. But, yeah, you know, exactly. I, I was expecting him to be up for that. So yeah, you and I both were kind of like, really? Like he isn't. And I don't know if there, especially there might when be I saw the war in the treaty there, because they are yeah. probably as big as they are because of the song they have with him. Exa- exactly. Exactly. Right. So um, yeah. So anyway, Noah Khan loses best new artist to some nobody. Yeah. And uh, God, the social media reaction to this was was very distasteful in my opinion. Um, you had a lot of people coming to his defense, saying like, you know. And I think they were coming from my point of view. Like, if Noah Khan was going to lose, let it be to someone who was at least known. Yeah. Was it Victoria Monet? Is her name Vanessa Monet? Victoria <laughs> yeah, Monet. I, I think it's yeah, it's Victoria. And I'll and I'll 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 say this. I the entire show, she was up for a couple of things. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the song ones for her song, uh, it's called like "On My Mama" or whatever. I had never heard that song. I listened to it. Still, and I maybe I'm just not in that you know section of music and notes whatever. But my sister not. had known who she was, but had the same reaction as us when she won Best New Artist. Like what? Yeah, so it's like one of those things where I'm not discrediting her ability and her talent, but like if we're like you put it on the story, pure numbers, man. Like pure numbers. Pure and numbers. this was like, how does someone how was... is someone with that little <laughs> listeners per month? the best new artist of the year right please and i didn't know the, who she this was is what's until gonna sunday night i didn't know who she was until sunday night who i didn't I? even know until they the did the like, here are the nominees i yeah. thought it was like war in the treaty yeah. i thought zach bryan was in there i don't know why fun I fact that. i saw the war in the treaty this summer uh open you did open yeah i just so oh yeah listen to this so i went to chris stapleton with uh our friend dario and friend of the that, program friend of the program because he might listen so that's why i get a name dropped him yeah and um I remember the oh, what was the guy's first? Hold on, <laughs> this guy Charlie Crockett was one of the openers. Didn't know who he was. Never heard of him. <laughs> Just he kind of like had that funky country twang to him. So we're listening. We're sitting there. We're like, oh, okay. Then the War in the Treaty comes on. I'm like, whoa, like, they're good. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, they're pretty good. And I remember looking prior. I'm like, I don't know these two openers, but the War in the Treaty sounds kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> like that's an interesting <laughs> name for a group. But I remember I really liked them. And then just like you know. Not to the point where I was like following them on Instagram, following their songs, but I was like, oh, this is a good opener. And me and Dario would always make jokes about it. Like, oh, it doesn't beat the War of the Treaty. Oh, War of the Treaty. And then they start blowing up. And I remember we were texting, but like, dude, they got it. Like, we saw them this summer. So yeah. I, I remember watching and being like, I, f- I feel like I I saw them in concert, like not by by chance. I didn't, it's not like I bought tickets to see them. Yeah. And I, I just fact checked it just to look it up. And yeah, that was right. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd, I they'd been on my radar before that song came out because oh, they yeah, were same. they had a big social media presence. Yeah, um, and they would do like the and I'm a sucker for like the husband and wife duos. Yeah. Oh, they would make. So I think they had a good, and I think that's probably how they ended up landing the song with Zach Ryan. Probably because um, I feel like I saw a video <laughs> with <laughs> them. Exactly, Sorry. I saw a video <laughs> with them um, doing like a TikTok video, just the two of them. Yeah, like a couple weeks before the Zach Bryan album came out, and then the Zach Bryan album came out, and I was like, "Who the fuck is the War in the Treaty?" And then I listened to it, yeah. and I was like, "Huh, they're really good." And I looked them up. I was like, "This looks just like the people that I saw on TikTok." And then I come across went on TikTok. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, it is them. Yeah. So I was like, "Did they get the song because of their social media following?" Like maybe I don't There's know. There's a chance, yeah. But um, but yeah, I was a little bit. I guess maybe the Grammys were like Zach Bryan's not a new artist if he's won a Grammy before. Yeah, that, that might that, be a, that that might that be a rationale or been so nominated. I'll, yeah, that was my assumption for 
the fact that he was even nominated for something last year. Because I don't think he won. He, he might have. Well, no, he didn't. Cause he won this year, which was his first Grammy. But yeah, so he obviously didn't yeah. win. So Noah Khan loses out to this Victoria Monet. Um, and that's the problem that I have with, like I said, the social media reaction afterwards. I saw a lot of people jumping to just like the, the defense, not even the defense, but like supporting Noah Khan, you know, because yeah. like you can tell through his music and you can tell through like the topics he covers. Like he he's like, I don't want to say like a fragile person, but like definitely someone who's not used to like this mad, this level of fame oh, and, you know, the, the weight of like going to the Grammys and like success and all of this. So like he has a loyal fan base. And so I saw a lot of people like saying like, Oh, Noah Khan deserved like, you know, he got snubbed, like just to like make him feel better about it. And mm-hmm. like he put out a post like, thank you, everyone who's like been posting and like commenting and stuff like that. Um, And he kind of needed to like put out like a not like a statement, but say like, oh, congratulations, because it was a yeah. little bit awkward that like the Noah Khan army just like bombarded social media like this is fucking bullshit, which it was. It was complete bullshit. Yeah. But uh, all of a sudden. Everyone in the world knew who Victoria Monet was. That's in those how comment I felt. sections. That's how I oh, felt. Oh, and all of a sudden, oh, oh yeah, you gotta listen to her music. You gotta, she, you just don't listen to R and B. It's like, well, she only has eight million monthly listeners, so like the odds are that you don't listen to her either. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, um, I had some people. I saw some people saying like, what people don't understand is that Noah Khan's music only targets like a certain like demographic. It's like mm-hmm. okay. I could say the same about fucking Victoria Monet. Where's yeah. her 30 million monthly? If Noah Khan is so like boxed into this folk realm, then why does he have almost 40 million monthly listeners on Spotify and have a song with po- the likes of Post Malone, the likes of he's going to have a song with Brandy Carlisle, with Sam Fender, with mm-hmm. Lizzie McAlpin, with Gracie Abrams, with um, Gregory Allen Isakov. Who else is on a, a Noah Khan remix? Emma would know. She just walked in. Who else has Noah Khan been on a Noah Khan remix? People are saying Olivia Rodrigo might be. Olivia Rodrigo. She. Thank you. She. Um. She, she did like the covered his song. Yeah. We're talking about how Olivia Rodrigo would be a good match for Michael. <laughs> yes, Emma agrees. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make it happen. Uh, no, she's not. She turns no, like twenty one, and like like this year, so probably soon. She's not 21 yet. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect age range. Yeah. Basically <laughs> the same age. <laughs> yeah. I also told him that he'll have some company at the game this weekend, though. So if the Olivia Rodrigo thing doesn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Noah Khan has songs with the likes of those people. Yeah. He's not just boxed into the folk realm. Yes. He makes folk music. I'm roping Emma into this now because she's yes. sitting in the, the be roped into chair. <laughs> that's the but label on he it has he has songs with these bigger artists so you can't sit there and say no he's just you know he just makes music for a certain subset of the population mm-hmm. when he outstreams all of those artists and is a more well-known name than all of those artists and has yeah. also the other thing that bothered me was people who were defending this so-called uh valentine monet that they said oh no, you guys just you aren't educated you have to listen she's been writing songs for ariana grande for years well great she's not a new fucking artist then noah sure. khan was in high school a couple years ago and got a record deal off of uh soundcloud right and nobody had heard of him through his first two not nobody but the majority of people had not heard of him through his first two 
albums. He had like a mm-hmm. million monthly listeners when I got when I went to college. Yeah, because I, I remember we were going to go see him, and we were contemplating whether or not we should go. Do we know enough of his music to even go? Yeah. This is long before Stick Season. This was before his second album. This he he was only on one album, Busy. Yeah. And I knew Mess. I knew Young Blood. I knew False Confidence. But I was like, do I know enough of his music to sit through a whole concert? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Um, but I remember back then he only had like a million monthly listeners. You know, to go from that literally just a couple of years ago to like huge viral sensation 30 plus million monthly listeners music with some of the top artists of the world like the likes of the olivia rodrigo's and the post malones are not only like making music with you but like in your universe you know like promoting your music supporting your music like you can't sit there and tell me that he's not the best new artist yeah and by supporting noah khan this was another thing that people were saying you're not a racist you're not taking away from what this Vanessa Monet has well, accomplished. If you're trying, what is it? It's Victoria. Victoria I think, Monet. I, I, I think. I think. I think oh, what's. I think what's. I know what throwing saying. me off I, is Janelle Monet. I think I said that like 15 times trying to get it right. Like I thought it was Janelle Monet's sister when they first announced it. Damn, I think and then that. I was like, okay, that's nepotism. Then I realized that they are not related and that they don't even spell it the same way. Yeah. But when they just announced it, I was like, oh, Janelle Monet has a younger sister. That's what that that must be why she's winning the award. Is that that must be why she's popular? Yeah. But apparently not. Um, but um, that's not discrediting her. That's not sexist or misogynistic. A lot of people were like, she was deserving. When people were saying Noah Khan got snubbed, they're like, you just don't know about her. Everybody was deserving of the nomination, right? They wouldn't be in the category if they weren't, mm-hmm. okay? I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm not discrediting anything that she's done. But I actually think it helps Noah Khan's argument to say that she's written songs for Ariana Grande. She's not new. She's been in the industry. There's, now we understand a reason why she might be so popular. She's been around the likes of Ariana Grande's and... Uh, Ariana Grande's producers are Social House. I don't know if you knew that, that made Magic in the Hamptons. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so those are her producers. So those are big-time artists that she's been around and working with. Yeah, no wonder she like became an artist in her own right. Like St. Yeah. John did the same thing. Mm-hmm. St. John wrote for Beyonce for years before ever putting out his own music. So it's the same deal here. Like, okay, I don't consider her to be a new artist. Yeah, she's, she's new in terms of the sense that she's putting out her own music. But compared to Noah Khan who literally had zero connections in the industry and had a song go viral on SoundCloud and now is like this huge folk sensation and he's reviving the genre of folk music. She doesn't hold a candle to the the best new artist that he is. You know? Yeah, I've, yeah. My, not my problem. Like, I know your argument. I think like the only thing people are probably going to be like, okay, well, like you're, you know, kind of being a, not a hypocrite. That's probably not the best word, but like, it's not like Noah Khan's first album was in 2023. And I'm not saying you're wrong. Right. If we're comparing the two of them from the impact that they made this past year, that's how you, I look at it. The impact that you made in the past year, what, who is the bigger name? Who, did, who made better music? Who made more of an impact? All that, blah, blah, blah. I think a majority of the people that were watching, maybe I'm wrong, maybe just in our circle, didn't know who Victoria Monet was. Like I've said a billion times, not discredit to her, but I didn't know who she was. I and had then, no clue who she was. Like, I just looked just to see. So, like, Noah Khan's first album was 2019, I think. Correct. Busy head. Her and her first album was 2015. So, like, 
we can't, I know that's almost 10 years, but it's like, I understand there's a four year gap, but still, it's not like, you know, Concert First Album was six season in 2022. So, right. But I know what you're saying, and I agree with that. It's like she's been connected in the in the world of all this, you know. But to but to that, I would also say Noah Khan three albums in three years. No, I know I agree. Like I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying if people are going to come at you for like the well, he put an album out then, she only put one out a couple years earlier. Like it's not like his first album. I'm kind of playing devil's advocate, I guess, in a sense. But at the end of the day, I agree with you in this. In the the fact of the matter is, yeah. If we're just talking the impact that they made in the past year, who made a bigger impact? Who is the best artist that blew up this year? It doesn't matter how long you've been around. It just matters the impact you made. I think when, when my dad was like, oh, I like Noah Kant's music. I didn't even know my dad listened to music. Like, actually, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and I know he does, but I'm saying like the n- newer stuff. So, and that right. just goes on the, the, that just shows you. It's like adults with their phones and Instagram and TikTok and social media, they, they know who he is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how did he, how do you how do you not how does he not win? How is it not a clear yeah, obvious I was, win? That's I was shocked that he I lost thought. to her. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I could make a many... case for everybody else. I I wouldn't be happy about it. I still yeah. would think Noah Khan was the best, but I, I could I don't see a case for her. I don't, I don't even think don't she's the best in her enough. category. Like of the her and Coco Jones were the two R and B singers. I knew of Coco Jones, and I listened to both of their music after, and I think Coco Jones is better. Really? Yeah. Like I'm I was struggling to and if you weren't gonna go with Noah Khan, again, I was like Ice Spice would have made sense. Like mm-hmm. Jelly Roll would have made sense. I didn't think they were gonna yeah. give it to Jelly Roll just because the yeah, Grammys yeah. is so anti country. Yeah. Um what's her face? Gracie Abrams would have made sense. Um The War yeah. and the Treaty, I'd be like, they're super talented. Like they blew yeah, up this year. Like I, I would have understood yeah. that. Good yeah. for them. I, I've never heard of this woman before. Um, I was just, I, I was bummed out. And I think that I was even more bummed out that like the conversation afterwards was like, how dare you say she's not deserving? It's like, no one's saying that. Yeah. They're that, all I think deserving. That's the biggest, right. Yeah, that's the biggest point to get across. Like no one in the world is saying, maybe there are people, but at least us specifically, we're not out here saying Victoria Monet shouldn't even been up for the award. She didn't deserve it. No, it's just the pure fact of like, okay, like how did she win over? Noah Khan. That's right. that's and what this for me. If we're the if biggest we're thing for me, it's comparable. Yes. Oh, a thousand yeah. percent. And what bothered me the most was I saw some funny TikToks like stay stayed up till like eleven p.m. just to see Noah Khan lose to a random. Like yeah, those were that's funny. How it felt. That's you how know? it felt though. And the top comment on like every single one was like, "Is anyone starting to see a pattern with all the people posting these? Mm. They're white. Shut the fuck up." Oh my God, please. Just because just your favorite art, like just because we don't know who your favorite artist is, yeah. we as Noah Khan fans, not we as white people, no, no, we as Noah Khan fans don't know who, like, I, and then it, it's just, I think that everyone, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm fucking spewing out of control right now, but I, I tend to think that I listen to everything. Yeah. And that's like the, the famous last words they say, oh, you listen yeah. to all music, yeah, basic. <laughs> but I feel like I'm in tune with popular music. I'm not a big rap fan, but I'm in tune with it. I uh, listen that, to yeah. it. For me, you it's know? the popular side of things. Like, yeah, I can name a lot of songs of these people. Like, I, for example, I've known who Coco Jones is because she was on freaking like Disney or whatever. And I found out recently, a couple, probably a couple months ago, she was making music. Now I was like, oh, good for mm-hmm. her. I didn't. I, I, me, Michael Lynch didn't know who Victoria Monet was. Am right. I the decider of all Grammys? No, but like. <laughs> I think that, that that not that I my opinion means anything, but like 
if I knew who the other seven other people were and I was like, I didn't even know her song that was up for other nominations. And I think, I don't think she won, but she was up for other nominations. She like, was. Like, I don't know. Like, you, I don't believe, I don't think me and you are the only two people. That's the best way to put it. No, there are we, other yeah. people in the world who don't even like Noah Khan that also are probably like, what the hell? How'd she win? So, yeah, good there's for her. something obviously. going on behind the scenes yeah. there. Clearly. In some sense, she, she obviously, you know, deserved it i guess i don't know good for her i don't yeah. know the best way to put it i just i needed I to defend like the noah khan yeah snub 100%. and i needed to defend yeah. uh white people as well because we got dragged <laughs> through the mud for no reason like yeah, i would have been fine if like an r&b artist who was black that i knew won the war mm-hmm. and the treaty for example yeah. would have been fine with that i like their music and i enjoy it but i'm not hating on victoria victoria yes thank you Jeez, now I'm like second guessing the joke. <laughs> Victoria Monet, I'd never heard of her, and I feel like I'm well in tune with music. I'm a Noah Khan fan, but I'm not just like a folkhead. Like I mm-hmm. listen to everything. Yeah. You know? So, you know, whatever. Fucking call me a racist. Um <laughs> The other thing that 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 bothered me, that rubbed me the wrong way while watching the Grammys, and it, I'm glad that you watched the whole thing because maybe you can speak on this. I felt a certain sense of ignorance from some of the people that were on the stage. Yeah, specifically Miley Cyrus and Jay Z. I don't know if, you, and this was talked about on social media afterwards. I don't know if you felt that too. I'm curious. So the Jay Z one, yes, I'm interested. Uh, yeah, to see he made you, that pretty fucking clear. <laughs> I mean, what what was your? I had a problem with Taylor Swift one time. See, I didn't until someone said something afterwards to yeah. me, and then I was like, "Huh, you're right." Yeah. Um, so, but I'm curious, why Miley Cyrus? What what about um, what about? I know she was on the stage a lot, and I, you know, good for her. It wasn't her acceptance speech. Okay, it maybe it was. I, I honestly, first of all, I'm not a big fan of hers. Fair. Um, I fair. I can't hate for that. I, I, I don't even know why I'm not. I think she just bugs yeah. me. Um, fair. I it, something about her. I don't know. I think she has. She carries herself with a certain entitlement. Um, she was at odds with Hollywood for a little bit when she went through like her psycho phase. Yeah, and now it feels like she's on like a revenge tour. And yeah. um what i what i didn't like was during her performance when she changed multiple of the lyrics of her song to talk shit to the audience she I was see, on I like thought that was cool. like, i, thought I that didn't was like, like I thought when that she was, was like, like singing and she's like don't act like you don't know it <laughs> i thought that was like to me like I, I get where you're coming from with that like that's kind of it that can come off as arrogant and ignorant for sure yeah, it's like, like don't act like you don't know the song i was sitting there like they probably fucking don't yeah <laughs> like, i don't know i mean i thought that was pretty funny i liked how it's here's the here's what i liked about it it's not what you expect from someone performing at the grammys and i think that's very miley cyrus mm-hmm. like, so i give her credit to being like she stuck who she who, with who she was the entire freaking time she didn't give a shit she was out there she's like i get to perform at the grammys fuck yeah i'm gonna dominate this i'm gonna do my thing she didn't care so she's out there she's like you know at, she's throwing jabs at the person she freaking wrote the song about or freaking X, you know what I'm saying? That's sick. Right. But is it necessary? No, but you know what I'm saying? Like she brought up I also have a gripe a bone to pick with that too. Okay. Yeah, that's that was the other ignorance yeah. part yeah. that um I yeah. wanted to add in. Yeah. Go during ahead. her acceptance speech, talking about the writing of it and everything. Okay, yeah. I mean, is, but like during the performance itself, like I think it was just cool to see something different. So I think well, that's okay. really what my thought was like, to me, like, no, you're not going to see someone just start adding in ad libs and 
I won my first Grammy instead of saying. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't, you didn't really it, like to me. No, like, that's I, I like, didn't like that. That's it, who it, she to me. Is, it came though. off as like pompous. Yeah, I, I know that's who she is, and like yeah. you know, fair. Cake, fair. Cakes and candles to her for being authentic. Yeah. Is correct me if I'm wrong. Is this not a Bruno Mars song? I mean, no, it's not, but like, I know what you're saying, like, it's like, did, it's is just it the, the anti like a, to what he wrote in a sense, but it's like, what, give him the award for it? Like he didn't No, no, no that's not what I'm saying, but a little credit. <laughs> yeah. Did she not give any credit at all? No. She and she also didn't write it. She didn't write it. Yeah. He yeah, did. Has, has she ever given any credit? Though? Oh, probably. Well, okay. So the story behind the song, and I know you know, this is that who is the, is it Chris or Liam Hemsworth is the one she broke up with that she wrote it about. Liam. Liam. I don't know the difference between the two. One's Thor and one's not. Yeah, Chris is... I think, I'll look right now. Yeah, it was <laughs> so Liam. Liam. So, you know how relationships have songs, you know? Yep. Their song was um, Grenade by Bruno Mars. Is that the name <laughs> of it? I'd catch a grenade for you, whatever. Yeah. Or, no, 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 sorry. It's not Grenade. It's If I Was Your if Man. If I Was Your Man, yeah. If I Was Your Man. Yeah, those two are the same to me. And so, when they broke up, she wrote the hook of her song to be just the anti of that so instead of bruno mars's if i was your man i'd buy you flowers and hold your hand she says i can buy myself my own flowers yeah. and i'll hold my own hand and all the angsty teens are like girl boss moment but for me sure that's a cool concept for a song i'm not like hating on her like taking the lyric but to win a grammy for like the best song of the year and then to perform it and be like don't act like you don't know this song. Bitch, I just won my first Grammy. Bruno Mars is probably sitting there like, I fucking wrote this song. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, get, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I just felt like there should have been a little bit of recognition for Bruno, who I think is years more talented than Miley Cyrus. Um, and then Jay-Z, same thing. I, I didn't have a problem with Jay-Z saying what he said, because in a sense, he's right. No, I yeah. just, I, I, you know who I felt really bad for was Beyonce. Yeah, and they had the camera on her like the Dude, entire time. Dude, how many times is someone else going to go and vouch for her at an awards show and she's just going to sit there with like an egg on her face? Yeah, and she's just like smiling or right. smiling her life away. And you could tell she didn't like that. Yeah, she definitely was. She probably was like, you know, that's my man, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> right, and she was probably like, it's true. Yeah, but, but uh, no actually, no, I take that back. It's not true. I can't name a single Beyonce album that should have won album of the year. She's not an album girl. She's a she's a single radio hit person. Yeah, wasn't she up for album of the year last year? <sighs> yeah, and she didn't yeah. win. Yeah, I don't even know who won, who last, won year. last year. I'll look right now. Oh, Harry Styles. I can answer that for you. Harry's there you house. There you go. <laughs> Which was the better album? Yeah. I, I I think first of all, you play a dangerous game as an artist if you want to be dependent on Grammys when you release an album once every like six years. You True. Know? So you can only be up for album of the year so many times. Beyonce gets a lot of nominations because she puts out a lot of singles and she's deserving of like the best song of the year or best pop vocal album or best whatever. But I can't really like I think about the only album that I would consider for Beyonce to win album of the year was Lemonade, which I think was 2016. Mm -hmm. But I believe she lost out to like a much better album that year. I got to look it up now. Yeah. But um. I, I, I don't know. I, I understood where he was coming from, like saying, you know, there's a certain pattern that or there has been um, at the Grammys and, you know, the best new the best artist doesn't 
win all the time and like a lot of people get snubbed and a lot of you are going to get robbed tonight. I thought it was a bit distasteful to be accepting a lifetime achievement award from the Grammys and to use that platform to shit on the Grammys. Yeah, I didn't love that. That felt weird. I think it was awkward to put Beyonce in that position to kind of sit up there and just vent about how she like hasn't won as much as she should have. I don't think um, that was even his intent when he stepped up on the stage, to be completely honest. I think he just started spewing. Yeah, I don't think he had a plan, which he probably should have, because yeah. it wasn't a Grammy that he was winning. It was a Lifetime Achievement Award. They give yeah. you ample notice for those things. Yeah, <laughs> He's had a lifetime to think about it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't like that. What was your gripe with Taylor Swift? I'm curious to hear if it's the same thing that I saw. She just completely ignored Celine Dion. Like completely ignored her when she won an award. I forget which it might have been album of the year. It must have been what it was. It was the last. It was album of the year. It was the last one. Yeah. I almost every person that accepted their awards at least acknowledged the person that was giving them it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Every single person. And it's Celine Dion we're talking about. She just blatantly ignored her. She just like took the award (laughs) and was all. I like Taylor Swift's music, but it was like, what the fuck? I mean, I was sitting there like, I would have been in awe to meet Celine Dion. Don't get me wrong. They probably met before. They probably have a relationship. And if they don't have a relationship, they're cordial with each other. Yeah. But it's like, you, it's like a, I don't know. It's just a courtesy thing, I think. The person that is giving the award is giving it to you for a specific reason. Well, maybe, maybe not, but obviously they're up there because they're deserving of it. Yep. So she's going to give you this award. Don't get all... Blah, blah. Like she was, it was just like I don't know. It was very. This is why people don't like Taylor Swift to me. That I don't know if that makes sense, but like that was a perfect example of why. And I, I'm not a Taylor Swift hater. I'm not anti Swifty. I'm not any of that. I just was that I had a problem with because it was like you didn't think you were gonna win Album of the Year, Taylor. Really? Right. You didn't well, think also, you were gonna it was win her it. second one of the night. So yeah, yeah. I was she like, should have like. I get that yeah. it's like, how many speeches do you have prepared, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you should have, like, well, not, even, not been so self-centered. She, yeah, I didn't even care about what she said. It was that. She was so much more focused on the people that she was with and all that crap. I'm like, the uh, Celine Dion's yeah. right there. She just walked right. right by you. And you can't yeah. even acknowledge her and be like, thank you so much. A simple hug would have done the trick for me. I don't know. I just think she's, Celine Dion's just such a big name. So, massive celebrity forever will be. Yeah. And you just, you just big dogger. Taylor Swift, big dog, Celine she Dion. Big dogger. That's yeah. nuts. <laughs> like, who to, are you? To add on top of that, I saw a lot of people upset that she used the um, award speech as a platform to announce her new album. Yeah, to me, like, that's like, very, like, that's just like, really, you didn't, you, you didn't need to do that. At How about this you say point, that? like, why are her albums such big deals? Because it's like, oh, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. I don't even know. Maybe now if that's my all her favorite own music, art, I don't If Noah Khan tomorrow was like boom new album i'd be like let's go that's yeah. sick I no, people are crying like, and shaking about these yeah please you don't i saw reaction videos on twitter i think we saw it probably the one that's going viral right now yeah. of the people like <laughs> yeah it's like like, and like the dude, name that what is it like the traumatic something department it's the it's the something of poet society like, I don't even know. Dead Poet Society. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I was like, yeah, good movie. Why'd you just take it? Like, <laughs> right. Like, like, and everyone's like, oh, it makes so much sense. Like, yeah. what? what Shut up. Yeah, it's not, whatever. The that, Tortured Poets Department. I'm like, cool. Tortured like that, Poets Department. I bet it's going to be great, but it's just like, and I'll probably listen to it. And um, she's, she's, she's cool, but like, you didn't have to do that. I didn't really even, I think when I was listening, I didn't even, 
that didn't really cross my mind. I think now I might have more of a problem with the fact she did that, <laughs> but with her, yeah, that's what I'm saying. In better. the moment, I but, was like, yeah. I was like, oh boy, this is going like, to oh, blow shit, up. She's dropping it up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I think, I think at this point, I feel like acceptance speeches, especially for someone of like her, like she, she touched on the fact that it was her 13th and then, you know, that's her lucky number, all that. So I think she had that lined up. Like when she wins, she's going to drop it because like 13, 13, I bet if that was her 14th and she had won her 13th last year or two years ago, she might not have done it, but who knows? But I think there was like, Did you she read had the track that. list at all. No. There's one song on there I saw people saying, because obviously she's dating Travis Kelsey now. Yeah. There's one song on there called I Can Fix Him. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Everyone's no way. like, oh no. That's <laughs> like, so we bad. Know what kind of album we're getting. <laughs> Did you see 21 Savage uh, post a selfie with Taylor Swift? No. <laughs> it was just funny. He posted like two pictures with her for like no reason. I was like, what? <laughs> That's I was funny. like, that was, that was his Grammys dump. It was like two photos of her and then like one photo with someone else and then a photo of him. I was like, there you go, 21. Yeah. I, I don't but, know. I was just, I'm so sick of like the elitist Hollywood mindset. And like, yeah. I said this to Emma, Hollywood decided a few years ago that they had a diversity and inclusion problem. For some yeah. reason, they decided that and they just haven't turned back since. Um, and people can complain all they want about like the type of winners but there's a pattern amongst grammy winners and it's not the one that everyone thinks it is go back and look at the the, the last i think it's eight out of the last 10 best new artists um were all women and that's yep. great i'm all for it but don't complain about a pattern at the grammys when you're just wrong when there's a mm-hmm. pattern that favors your narrative and the same thing with this year's nominees, Michael, there were like hardly any men that won. Especially big the ones, awards. I was gonna say, yeah, I guess like the big ones, yeah, and even the ones that were televised, for example, like those were like there were. I, I think that's what you're talking about. Big awards; those are the ones that televised. But yeah, the ones example, that are like, televised. Yeah, those are the big ones. I don't recall many men winning us. Just yeah, I don't think so. Maybe no, one, I, two. So best album goes to Taylor Swift. Best record goes to Miley Cyrus. Best song goes to Billie Eilish. Best new artist goes to Victoria Monet. Uh-huh. Um, best country album goes to Lainey Wilson. Yeah. Um, best. What was the first one that Miley Cyrus won? Song of the Year? No. What did she no, win? No, she, Pop- she, won, she won record. And then she won. She won two. Record of the Year. And then. I'll look right now. She won the first award of the night, which was not Song of the Year, because that was Billie Eilish. It was. Um, I'll it was right like now. pop. Pop vocal record or something Best one of those solo something yeah pop solo performance or something maybe yeah i think that's what it was oh i'm looking right now anyway like I, i'm all for it like I, I think it should go to the, the i think the the best candidate for the, the same way i think about jobs and the same way i think about politics and everything the best candidate should win regardless of anything else and you know don't complain about there being this, you know, this old school, the Grammys are run by these old white guys when, and these old white men and all of this, when it's like, okay, like no white men won any awards. No, no black men won any awards, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. But an awards show that 
will not have any sort of patterns and will be based solely in fact, Michael. I'm excited to announce the surprise that we've been teasing for an hour and 13 minutes now. We are implementing a new tradition here at TBR Sports. Once a year, we will come together and we will host our own awards show, the the Grampies. The Grampies. TBR Grampies. The Grampies. And this year, we have the pleasure of hosting the first annual TBR Grampies. It will be the only objective music awards show on the planet. Mm-hmm. And we are going to right the wrongs. We, we will do it after the Grammys so that we can right the wrongs that the Grammys put into place. Yes. So we only have three categories at ours. We don't draw it out. It's not in it. We don't make you wait four hours until we give you the best categories. We just have three categories. Maybe we'll add more next year. Damn um, and we just have three nominees for each category. One winner. Plain and simple. We're keeping it. We're keeping it very simple this year at the Grampies. And the winners... They get our seal of approval, our pride, and a little statuette of an old guy with a cane. Yes. A grandpa. Yes. A grampy, if a you grampy. will. A grampy. I like that. <laughs> um, so I'm excited. Let's get into it. The first annual TBR Grampy Awards. Michael, kick us off with... Oh, also, Michael and I will be giving our own awards. So there will be two artists winning each category. Yes. Um, and, and there they, will be they might six repeat, nominees. But, yeah, they might repeat. Yeah, you know what? That would be funny if we had any, um, if we had any repeats in here. We I, think, might. I think we will for the one that comes up first. We had talked about this a gazillion times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kick us off with Best so, New Artist. Yeah. So Best New Artist, uh, I know we've discussed this a bunch. Obviously, I'm going to nominate Noah, Noah Khan, uh, Jelly Roll, and I think Gracie Abrams does deserve that. I I, I like Gracie Abrams' music. Um, I'll, give it to her. I'll be honest, my hardest, the hardest thing for me was trying to think of, okay, who is a new artist this year? And comparing it to also who was nominated. Like, I didn't want to do only the people that were nominated, but at the same time, it's hard for me to be like, what songs came out this year? Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, oh, that's and, the other thing is we're not going to do the bullshit. Sorry to cut you off, but we're not going to do the bullshit that the Grammys do where there's like an end date. We're just doing songs that came yeah. out in 2023. Yeah, I didn't it's even know that there was much less confusing. Yeah. Go ahead. So, yeah, for me, uh, big fan of all three. Um, my honorable mention was Zach Bryan. I would have had him on here, but, you know, you know fuck it. He's on there, too. All of them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, to me, it's Noah Khan. There really is no argument. Uh, if I weren't to give it to him, and my opinion, you know, my honorable mention probably would have taken his spot. I think I think Zach Bryan deserves some some kudos and some cookies. So, But, yeah, for me, Noah Khan all day. I love your nominees. Um, Thank you. My nominees for Best New Artist. I have Zach Bryan in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm considering him a new artist this year. In my um, eyes, he is, too. He is. I know that he's been releasing music for a few years now, and he's had a couple albums, and he's had some, you know, some notable accolades along the way. But I feel like when he released his self-titled album this summer and the reaction to that, it charted really well. Yeah. I feel like he's now kind of in this um popularity realm as well because he's dating brianna chicken fries from barstool so like he's kind of has kind of similar to noah Khan, where like he's firing on all cylinders away yeah. from music as well um i think 2023 was the year of zach bryan so i have him in as a nominee i obviously have noah Khan as well i i gave all my reasons for that earlier um yeah. he, this was just a breakout year for him and uh my last one i have david kushner 
who um, I thought made a splash on TikTok. He had a big TikTok hit with Daylight. Um, an artist I've listened to for a couple years now. Um, his first like EP slash album was like 2021, 2022 was really good. Um, he also has a big social media presence on TikTok. His girlfriend is a big TikToker. So the two of them together have like this good chemistry TikTok. I feel like they create a lot of buzz around them. Um, mm. I think he's super talented. I think he's a great writer. Um, I love his kind of like dark ambient music. And I think that solely based on like, he, he had a great year as well. I mean, he went from like, again, just like a, an independent TikTok artist to like, he was headlining Jingle Ball this year. And like, he, he did like, you know, headline for a lot or open for a lot of big artists. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Noah Khan was one of them. I think, uh, I think he was on Noah Khan and Dermot Kennedy's European tour. Um, he, or maybe it was Dean Lewis. It was Dean Lewis, definitely, um, who's another guy in that like UK pop realm. But uh, I thought it was a big year for David Kushner. Uh, however, I don't think either David Kushner or Zach Bryan did enough to hold a candle to Noah Khan. So the winner of my best new artist, Grampy, is Noah Khan. Snaps. Taking candles for Noah Khan, getting the, getting the hardware he deserves, at least in the Grampy Awards. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, nobody had a bigger year than him. And he got so robbed. Like, I think if he had won the Grammys, I probably would have just to be different, given it to someone else for my Grampy. No, but yeah, I probably would have too. Because he didn't win, I got to give it to him. Yeah, I'll just I'll put this out there now. I'm not giving any of these. I'm not like repeating what the Grammys had. Like, some of the same. nominees might be the same, but I'm not giving any of the same ones. Same, exactly. Uh, I tried not to be fully opinionated. I did do some songs that I might not personally like, but I know the impact that they had. Because I think my list would be totally different than a lot of it. Probably I best went new artist. Full what blown, is, just what I yeah. listened to. I was yeah, like, I, I probably could have, but to me, I just didn't have like the not even the. I think I wanted to be a little more unbiased, and that's no discredit to you. Right. Um, okay, so for our next Grampy Award, we have a song of the year. Uh, my first nomination is "Kill Bill" by SZA. Um, okay, I think that was I love that song personally, uh, and also just like I don't know, I've talked about this a lot on this podcast. For me, like. For a song to be up for that, obviously it has to be a good song, um, but also has to have impact. And I think in today's world, it's really easy to have an impact when almost every video you see on TikTok has your audio in it. Um, yep. And that was a big thing around the time of when her song came out. So, or when that came out, when her album dropped. So, props to her for that. Uh, my second song, and I don't know how you're going to feel about this. We can discuss this because it technically isn't his song, but it is. I'm going to go Fast Car by Luke Holmes. I know I think that it's fair is, to put that in. There. I know that is Tracy Chapman's song, but man, that song just dominated. I don't know. My, it's yeah. all you heard. It's still all you hear on country radio. It's all you hear now. Um, he great cover by him. I think his spin on it was awesome. It was great to see both of them perform that at. That was uh, the, the best Grammys. part of the Grammys. That was that was really. And the awesome. cool thing is that she. I don't know if you know that she doesn't let a lot of people cover that song. Yeah, I do. I remember. Hearing yeah, about she's that. very yeah. like she, it yeah. never gets sampled. People don't. Yeah. So for the fact that she let him do it and uh, to see them perform it together, but also to see sweet. how big it went. Yeah, because that's a tough song to cover just because no one really does it. Yeah, I definitely think it's worthy of a song. Yeah, nominated. So I'll give I'll give that for my two, and then kind of back to like the impact thing. And personally, I like the song. I'm gonna go "Flowers" by Miley Cyrus. I know she probably was nominated for this, and I know she won record and pop solo performance. But um, I think that song just was a song that everyone was listening to at some point, whether it was once or fifty times plus. 
So those are my three nominees for the Grampy. Um, and I know we just kind of covered it, but for me personally, out of these three, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Fast Car, uh, just because I nice. think I think it deserved it when it comes off of the pure fact of kind of what you just said. He just crushed it, and it's not like he did it easily. For me, it was tough to not give it to Kill Bill because like I think a lot of people love that song and probably think that got snubbed at the Grammys itself. But you know, to be a little different, uh, to kind of go a little personal, but also I think the song just crushed the the charts probably crushed the charts i know there were probably a couple more that did even longer and i'll touch on this for when we get to the next one uh on this person i'm thinking of is there my honorable mention so i'll just get there but anyway fast car grampy congratulations luke. congratulations luke my honorable mention though was last night by morgan wallen okay yeah, yeah. i don't i don't think that deserved it i do i think it's a great song yeah it's a good song it was i was very popular but i'm just utterly shocked and we've talked about this and you had hinted at it a couple times the Grammys doesn't really love country music. He wasn't nominated for a single thing. Yeah, I Same think thing. I think he's still getting boycotted by Hollywood for he, that. He, you know, video. And, he, and he probably is. But yeah, if we're going off a of pure fact, I think he could have won Song of the Year. But I just I didn't really love it as, as much as um, the other ones I had nominated. But pure numbers, I think he was number one for so long with that. So yeah. good for him. But uh, yeah, Luke Holmes, congratulations, man. Got a Grampy. <laughs> And, uh, yeah more hardware in the case another grampy we should actually have trophies made and like send them to these people Be like hey you won our podcasts uh grammys send it as like fan mail Be like, by the yeah. way I listen to the pod <laughs> yeah um all right my nominees for song of the year coming in at well i guess not coming in at number one uh first we've got hey driver by zach ryan and war in the treaty yeah i almost had that one I, I needed to have a song from that Zach Bryan album and yeah. I ping-ponged back and forth between a lot, but I think that this one in essence captures like the beauty of what Zach Bryan's genre is. Yeah. Um and I think the best part about this song for me was seeing like the social media covers. Like I don't know if you saw the video of like a bunch of those frat kids singing it. I might have. I don't recall. It was like when it first came out and the war in the treaty duetted it. It's like 13 kids in a frat house and one kid in the middle has a guitar and they're all just singing the chorus. Take me down the road. It's awesome. And it's such a well-written song. The call and response Mm -hmm. of like the, you know, the driver and like Zach Bryan weaving in and out with the war in the treaty. It's a Mm -hmm. great song. It's a beautiful road trip song. I know we love talking about road trip songs. Um, I was shocked that like, Zach Bryan didn't get more, or I guess this song didn't get more nominations for like the smaller awards, like best country song, best whatever. Yeah, I know he won for I Remember Everything, which I thought about putting in there. Yeah. Um, I don't love, I love that song mm. compared to this one. I don't think it holds a candle. Fair. The, like I, he had a lot of great um, features on mm-hmm. that album. Um, the Lumineers, Casey Musgraves, the War in the Treaty. Um, there was one Sierra something on one of those other songs. I forget her name. Um, a lot of great features, but this one was just like a quintessential. I'm a big like tiny desk concert guy. This yeah. felt like a song that you know they just like sat down and just jammed to. Yeah, you know that's I what I loved about it. Um, I don't have any more Zach Bryan songs in this category, but an honorable mention for me would be Jake's Piano Long Island off that song. Mm-hmm sad fucking song and the story behind that is so good um i won't bore everybody with it but just go listen to jake's piano it's it's a great song um my next nomination is wish you the best by lewis capaldi um 
I thought Lewis Capaldi, I think Lewis Capaldi flies under the radar for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. And people kind of forget that someone you loved and before you go were like smash hits that stayed on the billboard forever. And those songs came out in like 2017. Yeah. Um, 2018. Uh, he kind of quietly put out a new album this year and uh, Wish You the Best is one of my favorites from that album. He's got a, a lot of good songs on that album. Heavenly Kind of State of Mind, um, Forget Me, Pointless, uh, but uh, uh, How I'm Feeling Now, but Wish You the Best to me is uh, kind of like the sequel to Someone You Love. Um, it's a sad song. It's anthemic. It's, it, it's just piano and Lewis. It's a great song, so I have it in there. And then lastly, I ping-ponged back and forth on what my third nomination was going to be. Um, I ended up going with 28 by Ruth B. and Dean Lewis, which is, again, a phenomenal... These are all very sad songs that just feature the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a song that is just a great song. Dean Lewis, if, if that's someone that you aren't into, I'd get into him for anybody listening to this. He's a great he's australian he's got a great voice he makes really emotional pop music um he's worked with some big artists i'm sure people would recognize like his bigger hits song called be all right um it's a great song but uh yeah this is a ruth b song that features dean lewis another another deep sad cut that i needed to include in this because i think the writing on it is second to none but uh but my grampy for song of the year is going to hey driver that is just Such a, a good song. tune yeah, they deserve to win it. That's a, that's a that's a jam, you know. If I knew how to play the piano and I knew how to play the guitar, I'd play it all the time. But I don't, so I just listen to it. So that's uh, yeah, that's who I'm giving my song of the year Grampy to. I like that. That definitely is deserving. Yeah. All right, for a third and final Grampy, we have the album of the year. Um, for my first one, the first nominee. SOS by SZA. Um, I just, I, you know, I'll be honest. Didn't really know much about SZA until she put the album out. Um, is it also like, yeah, like mainstream, blah, blah, blah. Everyone loved this album, all that. Yeah, but I actually enjoyed it. And for the fact of, like, I didn't think I'd like it. And when I listened to it, there were a lot of songs that I liked off of it. Uh, and more so, I could just, like, put it on and listen to it with friends or whatever. Like, if my friends were playing it, I was like, oh, like, cool. Like, it isn't like a... Oh, but why am I listening to SZA right now? Right. Um. So I thought that you know I think that's deserving of it, and also just like the impact. Uh, I know it was nominated for. I think it was nominated for album of the year. So obviously it was a big deal this year. Uh. And then my second one is a personal pick. I probably shouldn't have put it on there, but I did. Uh. I love Riley Green. He put on an album this year, and my last rodeo. I thought it was awesome. I think he's making his way up in the country music ranks. Um. Yeah. I, I to me there really aren't I don't think there's a single it's a small album, it's only twelve songs, but I don't think there's a skip on that album. Um I loved it. It's one of the only albums I'm a big like I'll randomly just listen to an album guy and then it's on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. He mm-hmm. became one of my top artists because I just listened to that album so many times. Yep. So and I think I, I I think he deserves some Grampy recognition. Yeah. Uh and this this one's hard for me because I'm kind of my my third one I wrote down too because I don't know where where I want to go here, um, I don't know really where I want to go. Granted, I could pick either of these because I'm, I'm this one I'm picking on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie, um, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. 
Uh, I'm gonna go by with guts. I love you, Rodrigo. I was gonna say, yeah, there's no way I you're not to. leaving your I girl had to. off. <laughs> I had to. Um, I was gonna give her the Grampy right now too. Uh, dude, nice. okay, here's here it works. I, do I think she deserves that? I was upset watching. I think a lot of people were um, that she didn't win anything. That sucks. Yeah. But if we're looking at like she had, this is her second album, so people call it like, the sophomore album. This was great. Like really good. Every song, it, like really really good album. A lot of songs that people know, and. It, I think she was up for one. It was like best rock something, pop rock song or some crap like that. I don't know the title, but like her music isn't all the same. Granted, it's all about like, you know, heartbreak, blah, 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 like all that yeah, stuff. But, like, but what music? But we it? love that. But what music is it? And we love yeah. that as teenage boys too, 20 year old boys. We love that. <laughs> uh, we love being shit on through music. So, but also I think she's awesome. Uh, and I thought, I think she had like, a. I think it's, 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 it's one thing to put out a great album for your first one. And it's another thing to double down on that. And I think she did that. So I think having two great albums under her belt at 20 turn 21 and also just being so she, she, she's a household name at this point. And I think right. this album and these songs definitely, you know, you know, kind of amplified that and give her more, give her more credit. So uh, yep. I'm going to give her the, give her the Grampy. Um, I kind of threw my, my, my dog, Riley Green, a bone, put him in the nomination, but he, yeah. he wasn't really close. And then my honorable mention was One Thing at a Time by Morgan Wallen. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is, is that there's 30 fucking songs on his albums. Yeah, it's too many. Too many, but that's a great album. So, and I think just the impact, like, not impact, you know, I've said that a gazillion times, but just, you know, to me, that's almost everyone with a country playlist has a couple of songs from that album on that. Yeah. At least this summer, I feel like I heard that. So, I think he deserves an album mention, but I'm going to give it to my girl, Olivia. I have to. I have nice. To. That's that's a good to. way to earn some brownie points with her. Yeah, it's kind of why, kind of why I did it. <laughs> I do think um, that was a great album. Yeah, I, I agree. I was shocked, too, that it didn't get any nominations. Um, all right. My album of the year nominations for the final Grampy of the night. Uh, my first is Proof of Life by Joy Oladokun. Uh, she's like a, a no-name artist, but this year just like exploded onto the scene. Um, we found out about actually I'd known her name, um, because she's featured on a Noah Khan song from his second album, uh-huh. uh, someone like you, but I really didn't know who she was. We saw her at Boston calling, not by choice. Like we got there early so we could get good, like standing room seats Yeah, and she was playing. I was like, Oh my God, she's really good. And then, um, we realized that she was the girl who sang that song with Noah Khan. So Emma and I like went down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. She has another song with Noah Khan on her new, on this album, proof of life called we're all going to die, which is a really good song. Um, another song with Mount joy called friends. She's been featured on a lot of big songs. And this is like you said, an unskippable album. Like I didn't know any of your music mm-hmm. and I got so into it. She like gives off like, she has cited this artist as a reference, so this isn't racist to say. She gives off Tracy Chapman vibes. Okay. And she's like a a female lead singer with a guitar with kind of like soul roots, you mm-hmm. know? Very much like Tracy Chapman is. Um, and I really like her music. I am very excited to hopefully see her again soon in concert, now knowing her music. Yeah. So I gave her a nod there because I thought it was a, a breakthrough album for her. Rolling Stone had it in their top 100 albums of the year, too, when I was doing my research. So um, I was shocked by that. Uh, next, I've got Stellaria by Chelsea Cutler. Uh, mm. I'm a huge Chelsea Cutler fan. You I are. think that this was Chelsea Cutler's like homecoming album. It was it felt so like raw and, and so like 
adolescent in a sense. Like it really called to me and I feel like it came to me at a time where it like it hit me right during Thanksgiving break. So it was like going back home for Thanksgiving break and I was just like listening to this album 24/7 and now when I like hear this album I immediately just go back to like being with family, you know, going back home for like, you know, holidays and stuff <laughs> like that. It's a great album, some really good tunes on there. Um and then my last one is Zach Bryan's self-titled album. Yeah. Um, that was hard for not for me to not put that on there. Yeah, it just it needed to be on there cuz again I, I don't see any skips. I think there's there's a couple skips and it's an album so i get it but there's like an interlude and then like the yeah. intro isn't really yeah. music yeah um so that is why i did not give it the win for my grampy is just because mm -hmm. as as a complete album i look at the other two and i'm like there are zero songs on here that i will ever skip through whereas zach Bryan, it's like all right he has like a weird intro where he talks for a little bit and then you know <laughs> yeah like halfway through there's an interlude and stuff like that so i'm gonna give the grampy to chelsea cutler's stellaria it's sick. it's a complete album it's mm -hmm. i'm so happy for her because i've been a fan of hers for a while and i think it's her best piece of work um i don't think she's big enough to ever be like nominated for a grammy which kind of sucks because she has done songs with the likes of people that have like noah khan for example she has a song mm -hmm. with him they're friends um but i still think she deserves a lot of recognition in the music industry so um one of my favorite albums that came out this past year uh it was kind of a no-brainer for me it's one that i'm still listening to on a daily basis i i had her in song of the year and i took her out she was nominated for song of the year um but i took her out so i had to give her the grampy for album of the year so yeah that's uh that's who wins my album of the year grampy and like that. i'm gonna have to listen with to that. that the the first annual tbr grampy awards have been concluded just like that <laughs> Series that was people 25 minutes. Yeah, we didn't need Trevor Noah. We didn't need Taylor Swift. We didn't need five hours of TV coverage. We just <laughs> announced the winners and they will receive their little statuettes in the mail, hopefully. And my phone <laughs> number. Uh, <laughs> yes, Olivia Rodriguez will have uh, Michael Lynch's personal phone number etched on the bottom. So if it ever gets to her, hopefully she'll text back. But yeah. Um, all right, that was an hour and a half of Grammys talk. So let's get to let's get to some some sports. But um, it, yeah, just to put a cap on that, it's going to be sad to not have a Grammy award for another year. But um, I know, but it's how it goes. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll add other award shows that are like halfway through the year, like, like the that. Grannies or something. Yeah, oh, the Grannies, where we could do like the aunties or like the uncles. The <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll spice it up somehow. But the Grampies will only happen once a year, and they will be short. I guarantee everybody that. So, um, yeah, the only other thing that happened this past weekend, the other big event, NHL All-Star Game. We got to talk about it. Mm. Um, initial thoughts? I'll be honest. I didn't get to watch it. Yeah. And I'm not mad about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I've just had the past. I just don't enjoy watching half-assed hockey, even from the best players in the world. That's the yep. best way for me to put it. What I love about the game is seeing Nathan McKinnon skate full speed end to end, skating by five guys in a playoff game. That's that's enjoyable and scoring. Like I love seeing like like the hard nose hockey, like like just the the speed, the like all that stuff. And you don't see that. You just get to see the skill in the All Star game. Yep. But I don't. I don't know. I I like I said. I didn't get to watch it. I don't. Even, I've only seen clips from Instagram and stuff. But I remember from watching for other years, this this the three on three tournament doesn't really do it for me. So yeah, it's that's a, my it, biggest thing. The All Star Game's a joke. Um, yeah. 
start to finish this year, I, I disliked it. First of all, there was a content creator game. No one fucking called us. Yeah, what the hell? I'm better than all of I honestly was a little bit pissed about that. That would have been cool. <laughs> Dude, well, okay. I would like to think that of the people that create hockey content, especially like if you were to give a best new content creator award, I'd like to yeah. think that we would be nominated. We I had a like great year. Yeah, I feel like we 100% could We're be. making content for Bleacher Report's Open Ice account, which is like the official account of like the NHL broadcast. And like yeah. they were there at the All-Star game and they were covering like the content creator game. And like we create content for them. And I was sitting at home in Boston, like watching all this go down. Like what the fuck? You know? <laughs> like I, I don't know. Also, I would like to think that if you were fielding two teams of content creators, that we would be in the top 20 of yeah. like hockey content creators in the world. I think so. I'd like to think that we are. I like to think that too. We're not a big deal, but we kind of are a little bit. Kind of. So that I already went into the weekend with a sour taste in my mouth. Um, it's even worse when you post a video and you have people asking you, a content creator, how to watch the content creator game. Really? Is that what it's happens? Like, I, yeah. It's like, I don't know. Fucking take it up with the guys who are playing in the game. I'm not in it. I didn't get invited. <laughs> so next year. Um, I thought from start to finish, the All-Star Weekend was a flop. Um the player draft, I made a video about this on TikTok. The player draft had good intentions, but was executed poorly. Um, I actually liked the celebrity aspect of it. I, I thought that was a good thing yeah, that the too. NHL did. Those were four big celebrities to get. Yeah. You know? That was huge. Tate McRae, Justin Bieber, Will Massive. Arnett, and Michael Buble. Massive. 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 That they, was they, good. I think they, they hit it out of the park with that. Yes, that was a yeah. good... That was a good yeah. kind of execution by the NHL. Um, what wasn't executed well was the broadcast of the player draft. Mm -hmm. Ridiculously boring. Um, the, the guys who... We've said this before on a podcast. The NHL made a huge mistake selling their rights to ESPN. They suck. It's just cringy. They suck over yeah. on ESPN. All they know is Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews, and all they do is just sit around and glaze on them all day. Um, and the guys who were running the fucking microphones mm -hmm. were so cringy during the player draft. Oh, 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 Davo, Davo, who are you going to pick, Davo? Yeah, who are you going to pick? Oh, like this wasn't decided by the NHL a month ago. These, they weren't picking the players in real time. It was so obvious. The little huddles that they would do, like, oh, who do you want to pick? It was so fake. The yeah. jerseys were already made. And I know people were like, oh, they probably make like one of each jersey for the players. No, they definitely don't. The NHL definitely doesn't do that. They used to uh, yeah. when it was just East and West. They yeah. definitely don't anymore. This was all planned. Um, because you can tell in years past, they used to do nameplates, like how, like how they do for the draft, like Velcro mm -hmm. on nameplates yeah. for whoever got selected. Like They didn't do that. The jersey was just like ready. They had it there. They knew who they were going to pick. All the team captains picked their teammates and their the, friends yeah the vancouver one pissed me off like the entire vancouver yeah, team. the whole roster was on the, was on that team um so that part of it sucked the skills competition which is pretty much the only draw for me it's just so fleshed out and long like it it's now like a production yeah and i think we said this in years past where it's like they're bouncing around from left to right like i don't know why they it's so disorganized and dysfunctional you yeah. know it's like, here's a little bit of the fastest skater. And then here's like one attempt from the shootout. Mm -hmm. And then here's like the accuracy. And then here's like one more fastest skater. It's like gone are the days of like, all right, now we're going to do the hardest shot and everyone's mm -hmm. going to do it. Now we're going to do the fastest skater and everyone's going to do it. It's like, you're yeah. losing viewers by doing this. It sucks. I, yeah. I clicked off of it. It was horrible. Um, the, the game on Sunday. 
I have a big gripe with this. The 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 three on three, like you mm-hmm. said, or Saturday, whenever they did. I think it was Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah, it used to be Sunday. Now it's now it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It used to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, it should just be one game. I don't yeah. know if I'm the only one in the camp that thinks that playing three games is dumb. I think it's stupid. You, I just don't, I don't know. What are we expected to sit around all day and watch a round robin tournament before we get to the actual who's going to win the all star game? Yeah. Just do fucking East and West and play one game. If it's going to be gimmicky, it's going to be gimmicky. If you're going to do three on three, then do three on three. Yeah. Uh, you know, why, why do, why am I expected to sit around and watch five different games be played? You know, mm. I was like, oh, cool. Uh, Pasta just scored on Swayman to win the all star game. Oh, wait, no, it's the quarterfinals. <laughs> It's an all-star game. I don't need a tournament. Just play the game. It, yeah. It's not... The players don't give a shit. They Thrilled. don't. And yeah, the fans don't bad. either. So why does it need to be a tournament to decide yeah. what division is best? We already know what division is best. Look at the standings. Look at the player stats from each division. I don't need a gimmicky three-on-three tournament to decide what division is best. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. So just yeah. play one game and be over with it. If it were up to me, there would be no game. I don't know how you feel about that. I don't, yeah, I mean, I just, especially with the way that they've been doing it, yeah, I think it's, I mean, pretty shitty, so <laughs> I think I could do away without it, but at the same time, it's like, well, I think we talked about this last week, it's you're competing with all the other leagues, so, like, I'm excited, I don't know if you want to touch on this, but, like, I'm excited for their attempt at, like, the Four Nations thing, that would be cool, I'm interested to see how they attack that, I think yeah, that's so that's more, happening in lieu of the All-Star game? I believe so, I think it's canceling yeah. out the All-Star game, and then that's their, that's virtually the All-Star game. Yeah, honestly, better well, than anything the All-Star well, what game what that eliminates produce. is, and like, I don't know if you saw, it's like, Pasternak's upset about it, because there's, like, a Czech team, there isn't, like, a, all this, so, like, that's a, that's a pure fact, so what I think they should have done was done, like, I mean, it's hard, because you can only really do four teams, but just do it by continent, but, or find a way, to, yeah, find a way to do it like that, or you know, do, you know, United States, like, maybe throw six teams in, I don't know, like, Find a they way could have do done it with Europe. four. They could have just like yeah, done it by like the way they did. Um, they should have done the World, Cup, the World of Cup of Hockey. That's the way they should have done it. I know yeah. Team Europe and Team North America, and have guys who deserve it that aren't going to make Canada and USA be on Team right. North America, and then you know Finland, Sweden, mm-hmm. uh, Canada, USA. So you know that's gonna like for example, the draw of an All Star game is to watch the All Stars play. Mm-hmm. Pasternak can't participate in that next year. Who there are people who don't get to see Pasta play. Because they're not from around here. They're, right. on the, they're on the West Coast. They're, they're, you know, they don't have the time to watch. I don't know. It's easier for us to say the West Coast is harder to watch because it's three hours later. But, like, you know what I mean? So, it's like, that's yeah. the draw is you get to see these kind of players. And next year, it's like, well, now you're cutting off a, a handful of stars who can't play. So, obviously, you know, there's always going to be, you know, problems with every, every resolution. It's never going to be perfect. But I'm more... I don't know, I'm more inclined to want to watch that and be interested in that and kind of be, I don't know, invested in that than I am a three-on-three round-robin bullshit tournament. And yeah. it's because, like, to, I don't know, it's just those guys that are there probably upset they're not in fucking Mexico. You know what I'm saying? So like, That's what I was saying. <laughs> like, those guys probably don't want to be. You see fucking well, Kucherov? I was going to say Kucherov, wanted to be there. pathetic. He yeah. didn't want to be there. So it's like, I'd rather see them try. Did I think that was funny? Yeah, but I'd like to see them give a full, full-blown attempt. So it's like... right. Well, that's the problem is you don't have guys that are going to. So, and this is my approach in all sports, maybe not baseball. I yeah. enjoy watching the MLB All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby because baseball yeah. is a sport that's like meant to be lackadaisical anyway. So like, yeah. it's really not like if guys aren't giving an effort, you really don't know. You know? True. And the Home Run Derby is fun. And it's the only like skill. Like, that's what I said in the video I put on TikTok was like, 
the NHL All-Star Game doesn't have a draw for non-hockey fans. Whereas yeah. like the MLB Home Run Derby is a draw. You get to see <laughs> people hit as many home runs as they can. Yeah. Um, I guess the Pro Bowl doesn't anymore. I guess like maybe they no used one cares to. about the fucking Pro Bowl. Yeah, it's such a gimmick now. Um, and then the NBA dunk contest, like the NHL doesn't really have that. And my problem with the All Star games across all four all four major sports you saw it this weekend was that the players don't care. Yeah. And when the players don't care, the networks overcompensate by trying to throw in like these sideshows and these like awkward mm-hmm. like oh let's get fucking um pat maroon to grab a microphone and like skate around i know that was last year but um or like you know this random guy from tsn who's popular for some reason let's go get him to razz the players and it'll be awkward by the way Connor mcdavid fucking robot he's the most awkward human being i've ever seen yeah i didn't even know that till the other night really you didn't know that no i thought he probably would have been like outgoing (laughs) no he's like no personality yeah, so that's the other thing. Is like you're putting like guys on a pedestal that suck. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's what I find ironic is he was the one that like I guess designed the entire All Star game and then or the challenge, designed the uh the new way he of did? doing the, he designed the new way of doing the skills challenge. Oh, because this year they did like on the point system where last year was just specific events. Yeah, so and like I didn't all, hate that honestly. I thought I thought that was cool. The problem was no one gave a shit. Exactly. So when it was like exactly. Kucherov has to go, oh, he needs X amount of points to stay in the bubble. It's like well, he he's not gonna. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but it's funny because McDavid was like, oh, let's do this, and you know, winner gets a million dollars, proceeds to win the million dollars. So yeah. It's like he won his own game, which I think is kind of ironic. It's like that meme of Obama putting the medal on himself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, but my way to fix the NHL All-Star Game and All-Star Games for for uh, that matter is just to not mm-hmm. do them. Yeah, Don't play the game. Take an All-Star break. Have a bye week. Give the guys a week off and give All-Star selections because All-Star selections are a big deal. It's, you know, it's a nod to a player who's having a good season. It's it's an accolade that you'll look back on at the end of a player's career outside of like Stanley Cups because those are so hard to come by and be like, oh, you know, five-time All-Star, eight-time yeah. All-Star, whatever. And don't do the game. I feel like it's more incentive for guys to like really dial in like their, in, in, I know it's a team game, but like their individual statistics, you know, yeah. down the stretch. And, and plus it's more incentive for teams to like play harder before the break. Yeah. You know, like, Hey, these last couple of games, we, all we got to do is go out and win. And then we have a week on the beach and wherever, mm-hmm. you know, it, instead of like, you know, the Bruins sent two guys, the Canucks sent like 55 players that's from my, their that's, roster. That was my next problem. Is like the, the fan vote. You know, we saw with John Scott back in the Nashville. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's like the fan vote's kind of whack. Yeah. Oh, it is. Big time. So it's like. I, uh, I would just not play it. And every sport. I wouldn't play the Pro Bowl either. Well, it's the Pro a flag the, football game. The Pro Bowl's the dumbest one because the players that are probably, you know, a lot of the All-Stars are, the best. are fucking playing in the Super Bowl. So it's like. <laughs> Yeah, like I saw, um, I saw on Julian Edelman's podcast, Brandon Marshall went on. Yeah, and he was like talking shit. He's like, "How many Pro Bowls did did Brady go to?" He's like, "Well, he played in the Super Bowl like every year." Yeah, he I was go to exactly. That's exactly what it is. He didn't fucking. And go Brandon to the Marshall's Bowl. like, "Oh, I didn't." He like didn't know. He's like, "Oh, really?" Yeah, he He's like, "I never think, made the playoffs." <laughs> yeah, didn't even think about that. It's like so. Yeah, just get rid of the Pro Bowl. Honestly, I like the MLB All Star Game, but I wouldn't like die if it wasn't on is it still the uh winner gets home field is that still no that's gone so that's another like, reason why yeah, you shouldn't like, play no, it like i think the it only was so much better is, back then yeah because they would they would try yeah um i don't know i just I the, dunk contest, about that. the dunk contest in the M- uh, nba is becoming 
bunch of nobodies because none of the guys that actually want to do it, they don't want to get hurt. Right. Yeah. So I, it's like, I feel like it's back then or not back then, back when it was good, it was good. Yeah. The dunk contest. Oh yeah. my God. There would be some really good years. And so the yeah. Zach Gordon, um, no, Aaron Gordon and Dylan. Zach, uh, yeah. Zach. What Levine. am I saying? Zach, Zach Levine, 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 I'm combining their names. <laughs> Zach Gordon. <laughs> um, Zach Gordon and Aaron Levine. Um, yeah, th- like those years were great, and the NBA All Star Game was like really fun to watch. My problem with the dunk contest is it's like th- there's real no like winner. Yeah, you know, it's like figure skating. It's like how are you gonna like? It's like based on judges who like give numbers. You know, at least the home run. Oh, yeah, there's no, like that's, a, that's a how it is. That's how, yeah, that's really what it is, though. It's just a. It's like a. Oh yeah, this was cool. Ten. Right. Like it's like okay, like cool right so i don't know yeah that would be my solution get rid of all the all-star games i can do without them i can look um, at that. before we wrap up let's let's do a little nhl mid-season kind of report end of season preview yeah um, yes. we'll get more into this next week when we have a better sample size of what the second half is looking like we'll be closer to the trade deadline next week probably two to three episodes from now we'll be at the trade deadline mm-hmm. um but quickly at the you know at the uh, the start of the unofficial second half uh, Lynch, give me two contenders and two pretenders from Ooh. the league, one from each side, Ooh. Western and Eastern. We'll start like, with Eastern Conference, heavy contender for you. Heavy contender, Eastern Conference. Well, this is hard. Not really, but it is. Um, I just want to put some thought into into because I want to have them both. Yeah, go for it. I can go first if you want me to. Yeah, yeah, go go first. I'm like, yeah, if you could. My Eastern Conference heavy contender is the Boston Bruins. Okay, yeah, um, I don't want to be the one to say it. Call yeah. me a homer, but I when I look at the Eastern Conference, I I think there's only two teams that I could legitimately see lifting the Stanley Cup at the end of the year, and they're both leading their divisions right now. Yeah. And honestly, I think in the grand scheme of things, the Bruins won't have to face the Rangers in the playoffs. Um, I would worry as a Bruins fan because the Rangers have beaten you badly twice this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I shouldn't say badly. One was an overtime game, but badly in the sense that the Bruins should have won that game and didn't. Yeah. And then the second one, they got smoked. But we've played them on the second leg of back-to-backs both times. Uh, anyway, that's besides the point. I think this Bruins team is as good, if not better, than they were last year. And something that they have going for them this year that they didn't last year is that they're facing a lot of adversity. Yeah. Um, and I saw Joe Haggerty wrote a great article today after that loss last night. And he said, hey, if there's a bright side, the Bruins have had a lot of wake-up calls this year. And they haven't last year. Yeah, right? last year. And you free, look how last year ended. Um, I think you'd be insane. Not, I'm not saying you'd be insane, but like people in general would be insane to just write off the Bruins for the sake of like, oh, they lost in the first round of the Panthers last year. Like, You can't look at the Bruins this year leading the conference and one point behind the Canucks for the president's trophy lead and say they're not contenders. Like they're the best team in the league. If they're not, they're the second best team, which still makes them contenders. So they're my contenders coming out of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I think you just, that was who I was going to say. So Mm -hmm. I'm okay with your your reasoning being mine as well. So, I mean, I think it's clear cut. I think even non-Bruins fans can agree with that. The fact that they're doing, having, not they're not repeating what they did this year last year, but having a great year again, you know, fucking top two team in the league yep. consistently since the season has started. That says something. So yeah, I believe that they're they're obviously a legit contender this year. 
without a doubt. And I think you already said it for my second one. I think this team's kind of been on the, I wouldn't say the outside looking because they've been in the playoffs, but the Rangers are good, man. Yep. The Rangers are good. And I don't think they're pretending at all. I, I don't, I think what they have is legit. They can play. And I think it's crazy because I don't think Shesterkin's having a great year. No, and he's been hurt a lot too, and, and they're still winning without him. And they're still winning without him. So that just shows like what they got is they're they're sick. So that's my next, you know, that's my other Eastern Conference. Uh, I don't know if we were going to go two and two or one, 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 but that's what yeah, I got. Yeah, I just go. Uh, I'll go Eastern Conference pretender next. Yeah. Uh, I got the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep. I don't see it. I don't see yeah. it with this team. I think there's a good chance they miss the playoffs this year. Yeah. Um, I know Austin Matthews is having an incredible season as an individual mm-hmm. but um i think that the fall of the maple leafs kind of like it's not a dynasty because they've only won one playoff series but like this era of them having as many good players as they have i think it's starting to kind of crumble a little bit there's for a long time been some serious pressure on the leafs front office to do something right First round exit after first round exit after first round exit. They lose to the Bruins year in and year out. They blew the, was it 3-0 or 3-1 against the Canadians in 2021? Uh, might have been 3-0. I think it was 3-0. And they lose remember. in seven. Like, there's been pressure on the Maple Leafs. And they went out and they got Tavares. And, and they got the veteran presences in Thornton and Marlowe. And, they, they, you know, that didn't work. Then you got to go get the aggressors. They got O'Reilly. They got Reeves. They got Simmons. Then that doesn't work. Then it's the goaltending. You had Joseph Wall. You had Jack Campbell. Um, they have Sam Sonov now, right? I think so. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. Yeah, it's between Wall and Sam Sonov. They like tandem. Um, now that's not working. Like now you're running out of options. You're, you're yeah. out of carrots and you're out of sticks if you're the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like, can't get rid of Matthews. He's a generational talent. You know, can't mm-hmm. get rid of Nylander. You just locked him up forever. Um, John Tavares isn't going to retire in the next couple of years. Maybe he is, but I don't think he is. Yeah. Um, so that leaves you with Mitch Marner, who is, has one more year left, has a no trade clause, but he can break his no trade clause if, if there was mutual interest from, from both parties. I don't know. I, I, I think that serious alarm bells are already going off in Toronto um, from a fan base that is not patient, much like Boston. They are not patient. And um, I know because of the season Austin Matthews is having, a lot of people are like, if they sneak in, watch out. I'm not watching out for anything with the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think if they sneak into the playoffs, it's doing them a disservice. They're going to get yeah, they're smoked not in the first round. They're not threatening at all. No, so that's my, that's my pretender coming <laughs> out. You yeah. know, obviously, I could sit here and say that the teams at the bottom of the division suck, but yeah. you know that's a team that I feel like there's some juice behind because they're the Toronto Maple Leafs and their original six. But mm-hmm. um, I don't think a lot of I don't think enough people are talking about how bad this team is. <laughs> it's a good way to put it. Yeah, they're not they're not that good. I can, I'm not going to repeat them because you kind of said it. Um, but I don't know. I don't. It's kind of weird to call them a pretender because they are having a really great year and a lot a year that not a lot of people expected. But and this is this isn't really a discredit to them. But if we're saying contending for the cup, whether they're in the playoff picture or not, the Flyers is there's something about them. I don't think they have it to get past the first round this year. And if they mm-hmm. do, that's all. Like I, a part of me wants them to. I think it's great for the Flyers to be good. But I think there's other teams who just have the playoff experience and just you know I wouldn't even say the depth, but just the big dogs to just you know in the playoffs. It's a different beast. It's a new season. 
So I think if they continue this kind of, you know, this path that they're on, and right now, I mean, there's probably the team behind them is probably only a couple points out. Because I think both the wild cards are Atlantic teams, Detroit yep. and Toronto. So I think it's probably only two or three games swing. You know, say they lose and whoever's below them wins, like Islanders or Pens, like, you know, that 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 third spot in the uh, the metric gets taken up right away. So I wouldn't call the pretenders. I'd like to see them in the playoffs, but I wouldn't be entirely shocked if even if they do make it in for them to, you know, not be an easy team to beat, but to be a team that's just in the playoffs for one round and that's it. So yeah, I agree I with you. That, like... Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I don't think that's like a bad thing or discredit to them. I just don't think no, this isn't the year that they're gonna go and just dominate the playoffs. It's the best right. way for me to put it. Like yeah, like I I like Tortorella and I'm like I want him to be regarded as like a good coach and I think he's same. doing a really good job. But I, I think we mentioned this um, on the last podcast when we just talked about the Carter Hart situation and I think you and I talked about it when we were at a Bruins game. Just like too mm-hmm. much shit going on with that team right now. Yeah, it's always you know? something. Um, like I, I wouldn't be shocked if they fell out of the playoff picture. Goaltending is going to be a serious issue for them down the stretch. Um, so maybe they make it in just because they had a really good start. But I, I honestly, I don't know if that, obviously you want to make the playoffs as a team. You don't want to actively try and not make the playoffs, but like, I don't think anyone's going to discredit this team for missing the playoffs if they end up missing. But I agree. I don't think they're serious cup contenders. Yeah. Um, for a team that's in the playoff picture right now. I, I think they are pretenders. Um, all right, let's go to the Western Conference. My Western Conference contender, I think this could be like split. Um, I'm going to say the Vegas Golden Knights are my biggest contender right now. I'm of the belief that you cannot discount like the defending champion until they're like knocked off their throne. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Without a That's kind of the way that I've yeah. always seen sports, mm-hmm. you know, without like they were, they're still the team to beat because they made it all the way last year. Yeah. They're still the team to beat. So mm-hmm. until someone comes and beats them in the playoffs, they are my heavy contender coming out of the West. Yeah. Um, another team that I think is just having a great year is Colorado. Yeah. Um, I was going to, th- they were my biggest one. Yeah, that might be my Western Conference final is Vegas yeah. and Colorado if it comes yeah. down to that. So, uh, yeah, but Vegas is my number one right now. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, both of those teams I agree with. I think another team that a lot of people are, you know, in the conversation as a contender is obviously Vancouver. I mean, they're the best team in the league right now. Yep. I don't know how I feel about them. They are legit. They're legit for They're sure. legit, but they also spell like too young for me. That Yeah, so I don't know if I would put them in the pretender category. I think I'll consider them a contender. I don't, and what I mean I by that, you is have I, to because they're the best team in exactly, hockey. But. I think you have to give it to them exactly. But I'm just saying it now. Like, I yeah, it'd be great for them to go, you know, be as good as they are. But you know, you see it sometimes. It's very hard to be the Presidents Trophy winner and you know be the best team in the playoffs too. And I'm not saying yep. it just because it happened to the Bruins last year. It's history. So yeah, especially with a team that's like really young. Like I think exactly, a lot yeah. of the reason why people said it wasn't going to happen to the Bruins last year was Bergeron, Krejci, Marchand, exactly. Pasta, yeah. McAvoy, DeBrusque, uh-huh. Allmark. Like, 100%. but I look yeah. at the Vancouver Canucks, even if they don't win the President's Trophy, again, yeah. like against a team like the Golden Knights in the playoffs, I'm taking the yeah. Golden Knights in like five. Yeah. And then for kind of what you touched on, but I think my, my biggest contender is, I mean, yeah, it's also... I guess it's got to be Vegas, but me personally, man, it's, it's, it's Colorado. Yeah. Like they are, they're legit. Like, and for me, what it is with them is, you know, I know they won two years ago, but when Nathan McKinnon's on a mission, that man is unstoppable. And I think he's just going to, yeah. he's going to dominate the rest of the season. I love the race for him and Kucherov with the heart. Like I, I'm interested to see obviously who wins the 
Art Ross for scoring and all that. But yep. um, I'm more ex- excited to see who who wins MVP because this is the best race I think we've had in a while. Don't get me wrong, McDavid obviously he deserves his cookies too. But McKinnon right. and Kucherov are, they're lighting it up this year. But they are McKinnon specifically. I, he's he's awesome. Colorado um, plays a very fast pace of hockey. They, yeah. Yeah. scares me a little bit like i yeah. would invite that as a stanley cup finals matchup as a yeah. bruins fan bruins yeah. abs would be fucking awesome such a good um, series they definitely they they play a fast paced brand yeah um they're very they're very north south mm-hmm. <laughs> they are um yeah. so and and they're firing on all cylinders right now the goaltending yeah. is great granted we just beat them the other day but, i know but still <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're yeah I, they're heavy contenders coming out of the west for me as well i think they go to the conference final yeah. um Potentially the Stanley Cup final as well. My pretender coming out of the Western Conference, the odds-on favorites to win the Stanley Cup, the Edmonton Oilers. Really? I didn't even know that they were the odds-on favorite. Fucking, oh my God, you get an easy schedule and you win 16 games and now all of a sudden you're the favorites to win the Cup. You're in third in your division. You suck. And it was on display last night. You played one good team over the last month and you couldn't beat them. (laughs) This team blows. I'm sorry, they suck. They're not good. They are going to end up as a third seed in the Pacific or a wild card team in the Western Conference. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Oh, They're yeah. not making it to the Stanley Cup final. They are not winning. The fact yeah. that they are the odds-on favorites makes me legitimately question the people that are putting together these odds. I hate the Oilers. I hate their fucking fans, too. Their fans are the most annoying pieces of shit ever. Literally, I post a video about the Oilers and I say they're a great team. McDavid's great, blah, 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 whatever. If I don't glaze hard enough on McDavid and Dreisaitl, the Edmonton Oilers fans just come after me. You're like, oh, you fucking casual. You don't watch hockey. What I do know is that the Edmonton Oilers are in third in their division. Not second, not first. They're in third. So calm the fuck down. Fact. Did you even watch the Oilers this year? Yeah, I watched them start the season like 2-15. and So... (laughs) There Stack on that for lunch, buddy. Also, yeah. Washington, D.C. is a city. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Who's your pretender? Uh, I don't know. This one's kind of hard for me. Uh, part of me wants to say Winnipeg, but I think they have the pieces to be legit as well. But I think it's just, who are they going to run into in the playoffs? And I think that the teams that they're going to play are just better. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Being a two or three seed in the, what are they, in the central, I think. Um, they're three right now. Yeah, and they'll probably stay three or wild card. Um, the thing is, I don't think there's – they have a pretty good separation on St. Louis, so they'll probably stay at three. They might yep. They might hop Colorado, but I, I don't know. And they have the goaltending. They, I mean, the, the big thing that they, they were – they went on some crazy streak. I think it was up, honestly until they played the Bruins where they hadn't let up more than like two goals or something or three goals for like crazy amount of games. But I, I don't know. I just don't think – it's just a, another year where they're just, you know, a good solid team. And I think they've had a little more hype around them this year because they kind of went on a run for a little bit. But yep. um, I just don't see them being a legit team that can top the big dogs in the West. So I, agree. I think I think that's a fair one to put in, especially because they're, they're definitely going to be in the playoffs. I find it hard to believe that they fall out of the picture. Right. So, yeah, that's mine. I mean, with 30 fucking two games to go, you never know. But, yep. yeah. All right. That was solid. Um, that was good. Yeah, I think we'll wrap it up. That was, uh, we don't want to talk everybody's ear off here. But, um, yeah, it's only a few. Only, only a few people, but we'll be back. I will. Uh, this is part of my, uh, my outro to preview. I will be back solo Friday morning to do a Super Bowl podcast. Just me. 
um, to do a brief Super Bowl podcast. So that will be the next episode, episode 137. And then 138, we will be back next Wednesday. Um, but before then, like we mentioned, our big weekend plans. You excited for the weekend, Michael? I am. It'll be fun. Excited to get back out there. <laughs> Yeah, I am too. There's a bit of a nervousness that comes with it now. Kind knowing of, yeah, that, I'm a yeah. little nervous now knowing how that we've done it. Like, hopefully yeah, how it goes it. and everything. Like, yeah, so we'll see how it goes. I gotta. We can work on some. If you want to draw up some questions yourself, go for it. Yeah, um, that was, I was gonna talk to you about that. So I gotta work okay. on some new questions. But other yeah. than that, yeah, episode one thirty seven will be Super Bowl preview on Friday. Then the Super Bowl will be on Sunday. We'll have some TikTok content for. Uh, us being outside the garden once again if you're listening to this and you are going to the Bruins Capitals game on Saturday come swing by outside the garden and be featured in some content helps us out a lot helps you out a lot um, <laughs> in just your social circles to be able it to does. say that you did it and uh, yeah who knows it might be seen by a million people or more or more so uh, yeah and then episode 138 we'll be back next Wednesday talk some more shit maybe we'll get some guests on who knows uh, we'll recap the weekend. We'll, we'll let everyone know how it all went. Yeah, I like so, that. Uh, yeah, anything else from you? That's all I got. Great. All I got. If, you, if you made it this far in the episode. You're a dog, for real. You're, You're a dog. You're a dog. <laughs> You're a dog. Um, but yeah, uh, Emma, can you pull sound for the outro, please? <laughs> 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 she got it. All right, thank you boys so much for listening. Episode 136 of the podcast. See you in uh, a short 48 hours for our, uh, our Super Bowl preview. And uh, yeah, have a great night, everybody. Peace. It was never meant to end like this. Standing in the rain in your black dress. So go.